right, it's time to turn it over to Neil. He takes you up till two, and then Howard, and then Mad Dog follows that. <laughs> How was your weekend? It was just fine. PC dandy. I had a uh, bad shrimp on Saturday night. Did you really? I was yesterday. It was just a mess. At Joe's? No. Oh. No. Joe's doesn't serve bad fish. Where, where did this happen? You're not going to say I can't was? say. I'm not going to say. Well, why not? I, I, I just can't do that. Maybe they're an advertiser or something. Are they? I don't know. Was it a freebie? Is that it? No. Oh. No. They actually had to pay for it and you got sick. I, I paid for this. I would rip them in the ass. I'd put them out of business. Eh. Those things happen. Yeah. That bad stuff happens. Yes. Just like this morning, Duff comes in there again. I thought I got rid of that uh, child, and all of a sudden he comes in again with that good morning. Yeah. Go away, Duff. <laughs> you silly person. <laughs> you fairy. Get away from me. What After you... last Monday, wouldn't you think he'd keep his distance? I made it very clear. In fact, that was one of the things, and I'm sure in your deal, too, is that Joyce tried to get us to sign. One of the 6,000 reasons we could get fired would be for insubordination. Remember that? Yeah, I don't know who defines it. Yeah, I, I asked the, I thought, a pretty good question. Who's to define insubordination? They are. In other words, if you look at somebody cross-eyed, yeah, oh, exactly. insubordination, you're fired or at the very least suspended. Right. By the way, i got some good news for you. I haven't you. been suspended oh, in a couple of months now. Yeah, but that's because Scuran is going. You'll have to find somebody else to pick on. Uh, Terry Schiavo's got some good news coming. Jose Canseco is going to come and inject her with steroids <laughs> right in the rectum. <laughs> and she's going to hop right up out of that hospital bed and do the holly gully. You watch. Yeah. This, is just like, this is like Alien all over again. I'll this tell you, madness. This whole country, it's just what's going Needs on. Needs an enema. Yeah. I played a tape from Bush's State of the Union address. Yeah. Where he talked about... Abu Ghraib. <laughs> where he talked about getting rid of steroids. Yeah. How sportsmen oh, yeah. do that. Last yeah. week, the night before the congressional hearing, he said that... Baseball has done a good job of policing steroids. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter what the subject right. is. Mm -hmm. He's the, and he accused, uh, you know, he accused, he accuses Kerry of flip-flopping. Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. There's no escape from this either. We don't have the right to do anything for ourselves anymore. He is what America is all about. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, besides Led that. Led by the nose by the media. Intrusive is another one, too. By the grave-robbing media. But I want to think happy thoughts today. That's it. Be happy today. Go out there and win a whole bunch. Let's, not, <laughs> let's look at it positively. Instead of don't lose too much, win a crap load of money a day. That's right. Win thousands. I ran into a guy who's a notorious jinx. Yeah. Like people, he's like mush. People see him at the track, they run the other way. Yeah. I run into him Saturday morning. I'm filling up my gas tank for about $80. Another wonderful thing that's going on here. What's, what's the price of gas up in Canada? Uh, about 4 bucks a gallon. Wow. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he walks up, shakes hands, says hello, and I knew then I should have turned around and gone home. Just spent the day in bed. Instead, I went onto the track and got crushed. Really? Yeah. Hank had a losing day. Well, that makes everybody else feel more, you know. Yeah, well, whenever he shows up. It's amazing. Really? Oh, I have people like that, like... Um Lester Greenshirt at Calder years ago. He was always a curse. And then at, at Pompano, Mr. Z. Oh. And then also... I've heard Earl you the, talk about him. Earl the Shoeman at Pompano Park. He used to sit at the table right across from me and Fat Rich, rest in peace. And uh, any time he would show up, there would be a disaster. Yep. He, he, also, he was a tout. He's a tout. Great. That's just what yeah. you need, a tout who's bad yeah. luck. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a nice day. 
And you too, and win a, win a bundle. Let's look at it real positively today, okay? And don't uh, no insubordination this time. No, now not me. Now that is gone, keep your nose clean. I've been good boy. Don't be picking on the water Nazi and any of those other bastards we got running around making everybody's life miserable. Sons of bitches. Oh, and by the way, Duff. You fairy. Get away from me. Go away. <laughs> Go pick on somebody your own size. I'm out of here. Have a great day, Humper. You too. See ya. Hank lost his ass Saturday. Damn, I feel more. She won your heart in the miracle worker. Despite her handicaps, she left behind a lifetime of achievements. And now, with the discovery of rare audio tapes found in a basement somewhere in New Jersey, Def Jam Records makes available to you Helen Keller Sings the Blues. A series of recordings from the 1950s by Helen Keller herself, wailing out a pound of sound. <laughs> to order yours, have your credit card ready and call 1-800. Order now and get a bonus disc of duets by Marley Madeline and Johnny Ray. It's a 10.05 at 5.60 WQM. How insensitive and cruel, wouldn't you say? You bastard, you. Yeah. You miserable, heartless bastard, you. See, I, I just refuse to be one of the lemmings in America who gets manipulated by the media. Whatever the media... Haven't I been saying this for years since way back with Alien time? Whatever the mass media tells you you ought to be whipped up into a frenzy about, uh, whether it's steroids in baseball or whether it's Terry Schiavo, uh, uh, everybody's like, uh, you know, just goose-stepping right along. I'm going to be very honest with you, and that for a very few times. Uh, and that is that I don't really care about steroids in baseball or Terry Schiavo. How do you like that? Either one. I got a, I'm going to second that. Man, Miguel, you care about either one of those? Not necessarily, no. Oh, for 3 on this uh, panel so far. George is on vacation this week, by the way. He didn't get suspended or anything like that or fired at it in spite of Maddie Bell and Greg Reed's strongest wishes. What is this? Did you just send me something here? Yeah. Well, why is it Perfect. that they crossed? Why do they do that? The Why do they part? cross their name out from so-and-so, and then they cross their name out? Oh, it's to the Herald. Right. I find that degree of political involvement in Terry Schiavo absolutely unbelievable, says Mr. Anonymous or Miss. The doctors have made a prognosis, and the woman's husband and legal guardian has made his wishes crystal clear. Today, a healthy, strong, energetic person will most certainly die in Iraq. His or her parents and loved ones will be the only people likely to give any notice to this young soldier's loss of his right to live. Yet the entire country wants to have a say about a brain-dead woman's right to die. No, not the entire country, just a grandstanding, pandering uh, Congress. And with Tom DeLay, it's a good way to take the spotlight off of his legal problems since he's the biggest crook in Congress. Anyway, this goes on to say, I find it very disconcerting that so many of our politicians, from our nation's leaders on down, are governing by person on religious beliefs rather than what is right for the citizens of this country. Whether something gay, marriage, abortion, or brain-dead woman's right to die, for example, is spiritually correct, a sin or right in the eyes of God should not and must not be consideration when passing legislation. These are personal choices and must stay that way. Freedom of religion is one of the things that separates the U.S. from other countries, like barbaric uh, countries like Canada, for example. If we govern our country by the religious beliefs of our politicians, then we're no different than Iran, Ireland, many of the other countries torn apart by religion. I beg every man and woman in this country who's voted into a, a political office, remember you have been placed there by the citizens of this country to carry out legislation for all people. 
You're not there to change anyone's religious beliefs or govern by your own personal beliefs. Do not let 229 years of freedom get away. And whoever this anonymous faxer is, good thoughts, but uh, you're a little bit late. A little bit late. Horses out of the barn already. The party's over. Now, got a great column here, and even though Miguel doesn't like the reading, I don't. I couldn't care less. Go for it. Um, and, 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 you know, that uh, memo, the internal Republican memo that they deny had any influence whatsoever about how they're going to make political hay over this? Mm-hmm. Keep in mind that Randall Terry is going to be uh, uh, speaking with the Schindlers tomorrow. He's on his way from Texas if he's not already there. Randall Terry, which I, if you don't know who that is, I've got the whole story on him. And, of course, his gay son. You fairy. Uh, Jamie L. or whatever his name is. Doug Thompson, who writes the rant for Capitol Hill Blue, he sums it up as usual. Nice going, Doug. A political feeding frenzy over a feeding tube, he writes, with a cold, callous political ploy. And by the way, we're not doing a poll today. We're doing food this week. I'm not doing a silly-ass poll on Terry Schiavo, although we've got the national results. and not looking too good for these pandering Republicans. Oh, U.S. Supreme Court rejects appeal by accused 9-11 con- uh, conspirator uh, Zacharias, Zacharias Musawi. He used to be Zacharias. Now he's Zacharias, whatever that means. He wanted access to al-Qaeda witnesses for his defense, and they said absolutely no. not. Anyway. With a cold, callous political ploy, the harpies who call themselves conservatives and Republicans have taken hypocrisy to a new level by interfering with Terry Schiavo's right to die with some dignity. Forget the bullshit spilling out of the halls of Congress and the West Wing of the White House. Sunday's incredible actions to prolong the shameful saga of a brain-damaged woman who's been on a feeding tube since 1990. This has nothing to do with compassion. It has everything to do with advancing the repressive right-wing agenda of the zealots who've taken over the U.S. government. If George W. Bush had a single compassionate bone in his hypocritical body, he wouldn't have sent 1,500-plus Americans to their debts in Iraq, along with the untold thousands of innocent Iraqis who have died in this illegal war, one rubber stamp by his co-conspirators in Congress. Now we're supposed to believe this clavum of murderers has given a, uh, gives a rat's ass about whether or not a feeding tube is reinserted into a woman's body in Florida? It ain't about life, it's about control. It ain't about compassion, it's about seizing on a political opportunity to advance a conservative agenda that will give the government more domination over all of our lives. Before the seizure that left her hopelessly brain damaged, Terry Schiavo told her husband she did not want to be kept alive if something like this ever happened to her. In most societies, this is called free will. But free will cannot exist in a political world dominated by the hypocrites in Congress and the hypocrite-in-chief at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. The laws of the land mean nothing to those who put their own agendas above an American's right to determine their own destiny. Bush is a G.D. liar when he claims this issue is about life. So are the wingnuts who control Congress. The Republican Party used to preach states' rights. The state courts made their decision in the Shibo case. But now the GOP opportunists want to make this a federal case with emergency legislation that requires the federal court to intervene. Christ Almighty, has any one of these effing idiots looked at themselves in a mirror lately and realized what fools they've made of themselves, not to mention the mockery that the U.S. government's become? How can a party that sends Americans to die in illegal wars and supports expansion of the death penalty say with a straight face that they care one iota about human life? They don't. These despots don't give a schmidt about rights. At one time they did, but not anymore. Once the holy rollers and religious hypocrites hijacked the Republican Party, any hope for fairness, decency, and honesty went right out the window. Hopefully, a federal judge will tell Bush and his harpies to take a hike and allow Terry Schiavo to die in peace. Perhaps it's a good thing that Terry Schiavo is unaware of the political circus surrounding her right to die. It's bad enough that the rest of us have to endure the stench from the putrid, rotting corpse of the dinosaur called the Republican Party. Man, this is a Doug Thompson on the Capitol Hill Blue is great, in spite of what George says. It's the best. Pretty good stuff, eh? Eh? Hey. You're a bastard. From the producers of American Idol... From the heartwarming collection of favorites interpreted by America's sweetheart, Terry Schiavo. Oh, 
sure she loves to sing. Look how she's smiling. It's Terry Schiavo, live from Room 214C. Another exploitation available now from the Supplicant Press. She's vibrant, she's alive, she's doing a Kazatsky, and they want to and they already removed the tube. Let's get that tube back in there again, baby, before it's too late. You're going to hell. That's ridiculous. What? That, the brother says, yeah, they've had all of these people on all weekend, uh, 26 hours a day. The brother says she's vibrant and she's expressive and she's uh, going to get up and dance to Kazaski or something like that is what he said. Hey, she something close. Yeah. She's uh, belting out the hits, baby. Anyway, here's the uh, poll for today, and then I'll give you the results from Friday. We'll do it backwards. we got Frederick Vanderwall. I didn't even look to see who we had on the beaded curtain because uh, somebody was in there this morning uh, taking up my time. He was only in there for a minute, but it was too much. Don't you understand, Duff? You've wounded my existence for the last time. You are a negative, a big, fat negative in my life. Your behavior a week ago today, just over uh, one week ago now in about, uh, uh, let's see, 23 minutes plus, was unacceptable, and it's never going to happen again. Just go away. See, it's one of the things about surviving in life is that you have to eliminate as many of the negative forces in your life as possible. Get rid of them. Just like that pain-in-the-ass wife you got. Get rid of her. Dump her. Just like uh, Bobby Blake, you know? You know what I'm saying? Get rid of her. The bitch had it coming. Frederick Vanderwall. Now, that sounds Dutch to me. Who is she? I don't know. You got the bio, right? No, I, no, I don't. I didn't. I, I never even looked at it until just during this break. It just dawned on me with all this other stuff we had going on. We didn't have the phones working until about five minutes before airtime. We've got, you know, our usual Monday morning blues at 2 a.m. Because we have people coming over the weekend and diddle and diddle and diddle and diddle. Bo Diddley's in there. He's diddling and diddling. Bo Deedle is in there. He's diddling and diddling. God. And so, so every Monday morning is a, a mitigated disaster. That's another reason we don't need certain people coming in there. You fairy. Because uh, you tell them the same thing every week and nothing changes anyway. Am I right about that? Absolutely. You don't have to answer. At least Miguel could answer. You don't have to answer to him. Oh, do you? No. Oh. The best Italian restaurant in Florida. We're doing food all this week at the suggestion of one of our pole builders out there. That's pretty good. It's like they do on um, New Times and CityLink. I don't think best we ever of. even... Huh? Best of. All right. The best of this week. The best Italian restaurant in Florida. No pizza joints is... I got two to start. I didn't put them on there yet. Il Molino. I-L. Capital M-O-L-I-N-O. Molino. Just like Victor Molina, the jockey. Il Molino. And Donatello's in Tampa. You can put the out-of-town ones. You can put in parentheses. Donatello's in Tampa. Can you spell Donatello's? D-O-N-A-T-E-L-L-O apostrophe S. Got it, Josh? Got it. Yeah, he used to watch the Ninja Turtles. He knows. What does that mean? The Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You never saw that? Yeah, he's watching that. Yeah. You know, we're gonna have to start screening the calls. I think. No. To give that child to give you a little something more to do, so you can pay like a little bit more attention. I realize this is not your alley, but you know, you better get with it. We can bring back uh, Miguel's country mate there. 
Hola. We can bring him back. Hola. Yul Molino Don. I, I just can't think of that many really great Italian restaurants. I'm talking about ones that are over and right. And no pizza joints. We'll do that on a separate pool. From Friday, who's your all-time favorite celebrity who died from drugs and booze? Or both? Or as a direct result of? John Belushi, no contest, 529. We had all, just under 2,000 votes. Belushi, 529, wins by over 300 votes. Jimi Hendrix, 223. Chris Farley, 199. Elvis, 159. J- that was something about Hank having some bad See over the weekend. Because when a big fat guy like me or Hank has a bad, you know, gets a hold of a bad bowl of grits. Watch out. Wow. Jim Morrison, 136, Marilyn, and then way down after those top five, way down. Marilyn Monroe, 57, Kurt Cobain, 56. Lenny Bruce, 44, Jerry Garcia, and Old Dirty had 43 apiece. John Bonham, 40, William Holden, 39. Bon Scott of ACDC, 36, Janis Joplin, 35, as Judy Garland had 35. Johnny Cash, 29, Hunter S. Thompson, 23, Keith Moon, 23, River uh, Phoenix, 22, Bradley Noel of Sublime, 21, Charlie Parker, 20, Sid Vicious, 18, Andy Gibbs, 16, Rick James, 15, Freddie Prince, 13, Jack Kerouac, 12, Phil Line at Thin Lizzy, 10, Shannon Hoon of Blind Melon, oh, damn it, at 10, I don't have that in there, D.D. Ramon, 8, David Ruffin, 8, Bobby Hatfield of the Righteous Brothers, 7, Ryan Jones of the Stones, 5, Montgomery Cliff, you fairy. Four. Steve Clark, Def Leppard, four. John Phillips, Mamas and Papas, three. Frankie Lyman had two. Not just the one chronic Frankie Lyman guy, but somebody else. Maybe he voted twice. And Gene Vincent, out of almost 2,000 votes, poor Gene with Vibapalupa, Lula. You fairy. Nothing. Zero. Hey, that's incredible. You think just out of sympathy somebody would vote for poor Gene Vincent? Vibapalupa. Don't remember that, do you? I don't. That was the middle of his smash. Well, of course you don't. It was like 1957 or something like that, eight. So uh, we need some names for our poll, Great Italian Restaurants, anywhere in the state. The reason I'm doing statewide is because uh, then there are people like in Palm Beach County and the people on the West Coast. They'll give them, like, you know, the ones listening online. Give them something to uh, do. Okay. In addition to which, when we get to, like, steakhouses, don't you think Burns Steakhouse in Tampa is certainly going to get a lot of votes? Yes. Yes. You've been there? I have. Well, how do you like that? Josh Cordes has been to Burns Steakhouse. <laughs> He's just learning about body wash, but, again, you know. Haven't been to Donatello's though on Dale Mabry, and there are a lot of good restaurants in Tampa. I have no idea why. Um, for such a bunch of mugwumps, uh, I mean, real Neanderthals over there, you'd think that it would be hard to find a good restaurant in Tampa. They have really good food. In fact, they had steak and shake long before we did. They have Crystal, which isn't really quality, but it's uh, you know, it's, it's something. something we. Oh uh, yeah, it's something. That's right. Something we don't have. That is correct. So it just goes to show you, South Florida continues. If it's not real soft and you can't gum it, then in South Florida they don't want it. You know, you have to be able to gum the food. Like at that place called Duff's, that buffet. Yeah, Duff's Buffet used to be on uh, Pines and, um, and uh, whatever it was. Pines and Hollywood Boulevard. Isn't Hollywood Boulevard Pines? Yes. Yeah, and uh, what is it? What's the street I'm thinking of? You know, right I used to live there in Pembroke Pines. Uh, Taft Street, Taft and the Pines. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. All this political grandstanding, by the way, is not going over real big. I- I'll give you the results in a minute of the ABC polls on this, you'd be shocked when you hear it. And the fact that Randall Terry is coming in from Texas to support the Schindlers in this uh, pathetic, Randall Terry, the violent anti-abortion, who's, his direct quote, where that, is that, sir? Don't forget his son is... You fairy! What was that direct quote that he had about um, what he would do to abortion doctors? And, of course, that was what he was all about. I hear it is. He said, when I or people like me are running the country, you'd better flee because we'll find you, we will try you, and we will execute you. That's Randall Terry is coming in to give some aid and comfort to the Schindlers. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I'm calling about the poll. Yes. Uh, for Italian restaurants. Yes, I'm listening. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, a place called Moderano's. Moderano? 
Moderanos. It's in Fort Lauderdale. How do you spell that? Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be exact, but give me like a, with a T, Matarano, M-A-T-E-R-A-N-O? Yeah, yeah, I believe it's uh, M-A-T-A-R-A-N-O. He's from Philadelphia. Okay. It's we, outstanding. Okay, got it down. Thanks a lot, Tom. Matarano is in Fort Lauderdale. That's Italian. It sounds Italian anyway, right? I mean, like Schwartz's wouldn't be it. Oh, I got another good one for you. How about Runway 84? I noticed that Bo Deedle was talking about, talking about a dead man with a feeding tube. What are they going to take out Imus's feeding tube and the Pope? Huh? Yeah, you know, I heard a little bit of that on the board when I walked in. And yes. It, that bit sounds exactly like I'm. Right. Exactly. That's that's him. He's a dead man in a chair. Take the tube out. Correct him. I'm as, and uh, that would be the end. Pull the plug. So, Moderanos, uh, and Runway 84, you got that? That's Anthony's Runway 84 in Fort Lauderdale. You ever been there? No. Me neither. Man, that's an, not only is it a fabulous... I know uh, Mo likes that a lot. He probably gets freebies there, and so do I. But uh, they give you so much food. It's fabulous. And when you walk in there, it's like a scene out of, like, Godfather. There's a lot of real interesting guys in pinstripe suits and big hats. I'm not suggesting that anybody, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Bunch of it's fat just guys and like hot a, chicks? Huh? Bunch of fat guys and hot chicks? Fat guys and hot chicks. And lots and lots of food. Man, they give you, it's just unbelievable. In fact, if you've eaten there, you'll understand how Clemenza got so big. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively. On 560 QAM. Join my wife and kids at the Olive Tree Restaurant. Now, my Uncle Tony, he's an Italian cuisine connoisseur. If it ain't perfect, he's not happy. Now, I couldn't believe it when he said the chicken parmesan was the best he'd ever tasted. Plus, he kept raving about the free breadsticks and all the salad you could eat. My Uncle Tony recommends you come down to the Olive Tree, because when you're here, you're family. And by that, I mean, you know, in the family. Like last night, this couple was done eating, right? And they were walking out. And my uncle says, where are you going? And they say, we're heading out to see a movie. And Tony says, uh-uh, not till you head down to the 4-H club and put a hit on that Bobo Maroni. And these people freaked out, right? They started laughing because they didn't realize my uncle was serious. And that once you eat at the olive tree, you're in the family, right? So Tony stands up and he says, what's so funny? Do I amuse you? Am I some kind of clown or something? Then he takes a steak knife, right? And he starts sticking this guy. And he's sticking him and sticking him, right? Well, anyway, the meal was great. The Olive Tree Restaurant. When you're here, you're family. Forever. Oh, U.S. District Court to hold emergency hearing on Terry Shabo at 3 this afternoon. How do you like that, huh? Oh, my God. Exactly. So, anyway, somebody suggests for our pool. Oh, you know what else ought to be on there? Yeah. Even though Miguel uh, will get very upset about it. Too bad. What's that? Macaroni Grill. No, they're great. Well, then should we put, like, Carrazzo Well, give me they're great. You told me before the show you hate that place. Don't, don't lie, okay? Don't lie. Well, why, why would Sorry, you say Gary. that? Just like Hank uh, whistling out this morning. I mean, if, if you eat uh, bad food at a restaurant that makes you sick, and you know they're not a sponsor on a station, which I'm sure they're not. He had some bad... See uh, yeah, then, then talk about it, right? What the hell do we... Oh, uh, we should protect the audience out there from going and getting sick at some place. Anyway... Uh, macaroni grill, what which I, I like a lot. I don't care what you say, because what the hell do you know about food anyway? With your beans and rice and guayaberas. What do you know? <laughs> guayaberas. Yeah, wh whatever the hell it is. Uh, just uh, and your uh, media noches and all that other garbage. Well, what about carabas? What about it? I never ate there. Is it good? You've never eaten there? Let, let me repeat. You know, I, I do know about food. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's fairly, you know, it's really known. I thought you would, you know. But yeah, it, I'm putting it the, on The there. question is not have I eaten there, not has Miguelito eaten there. Is it good? The yes, question very is good. the best. Okay, well, put it on there. It's what are you waiting for? macaroni grill, basically. Well, put it on there. Mama. 
Mamma Mia! Yeah, somebody faxed us in. Mamma Mia's in Hollywood Circle. Well, you better put Mamma Mia's Hollywood Circle, because I, I have a feeling there might be more than one Mama, Mamma Mia. See what I'm saying? All right, I'll have to fix it. Mamma Mia's in Hollywood. Oh, you already had that on there? Well, do whatever you want. I like this story. A little levity here to show you that there are a lot of religious uh, crazy people out there. That's what's wrong with America today is crazy religious people. That's why you got the Bushmeister. And I also want to say this. I watched five minutes of Eat the Press yesterday, and I wanted to vomit. Even worse than having some bad simp. Oh, good God. Talk about totally selling out. And there's David Broder and Ron Brownstein and this other panel of lunatics and, and, uh, and Tim Russert. And they're sitting around talking about these uh, great nominations that Bush has made of these very strong people, John Bolton and uh, Paul Wolfowitz. And I'm thinking to myself, that's the end. That's the end. Finito, benito, baby. Here's the keys to the kingdom. We'll see you later. Man, it is a scary. Rick says, my favorite Italian restaurant is Rosanella. Rosanella's. Lincoln Road, South Beach, and in Miami, the great veal parm, the greatest veal parm in the world. Well, veal parm, Rick, with all due respect, I like it, but that's, uh, you know, that's goyish. But anyway, it's kind of like American Italian. But anyway, it's uh, definitely going to go on there. Rosanella's, you got it? Got it. On Lincoln Road, South Beach, and in Miami, the greatest veal parmesan. I love veal parmesan. I think if you go to Italy, I don't know if I ever had veal parmesan in Italy. I guess so. I guess. Here's a fact, or a story from Michigantown, Indiana. Could it be Satan? A central Indiana pet shop owner says a turtle that was the only animal to survive an October fire has developed an image of Satan's face on its shell. Oh, my God. Brian Dora says it looks like the devil wants us to know that he was there. Dora says he can see a goatee and a pair of pointy horns on the shell of the palm-sized red-eared slider turtle named Lucky. He says Lucky is healthy and its behavior hasn't changed. Investigators couldn't determine the cause of the fire, which destroyed the adorable pet shop. Got that? Adorable pet shop. And several other businesses in Frankfurt, about 40 miles northwest of Indianapolis. Dora has produced a DVD of the turtle story that he plans to auction on the Internet. He'll also offer the winning bidder the chance to buy Lucky offline. Wow. It's just like a turtle cheese. A turtle with the image of Satan's face on it, shell that survived the fire. He is Lucky, man. Make no mistake about it. <laughs> I want to live in a country where religion is illegal, where it's outlawed. And I'm not talking about China either. I just uh, don't want any part of this crap. Crazy people. <laughs> the religionists are the ones who spew the hate, the intolerance, the stupidity, the Stone Age mentality. And there was the Pope again the other day, by the way, speaking of uh, needing some uh, oxygen or a, a feeding tube. And he's got the, on Palm Sunday, he's got the palm frond and he's making the little uh, brooch, tiara, earring, earring, the little uh, cross thing. Uh, barely can move. A dead man in a chair. That'd be a good pull. I, I've said it before. Who's the deadest of them all? Terry Schiavo, Don Imus, or El, El Papa? Which one? Five, so we've got two different things going today, which is good. I, I'd rather talk about food any day than this uh, the, Terry Schiavo who's in a permanent vegetative state. See, there's no doubt that she's in a permanent vegetative state because she's in Florida. I think that's what they're talking about. There's Kendall Coffee again. Well, what does it mean? What's the message we need? Oh, God. Nineteen different judges have already ruled on this in the state of Florida, but the grandstanders up there, your right-wing grandstanders, oh, it's a hot-button issue, it's a right to life, we can pander those right-wingers, we can really, uh, yeah, right, great. And meanwhile, piss everybody else off, because the polls show the overwhelming majority of, of America, even Republicans, disagree with this grandstand. I, I say let's do away with local and the state courts and district courts. Let's just have the federal government decide, even the Supreme Court. They got them in their, in their pocket. Just like Don Corleone had all them judges in their pocket, well, these people, they got everything in their pocket. Like a bunch of shoplifters, they, their pockets are full. They got everything in there. 
to just usurp everybody else's power, forget the Constitution, just burn it and throw it away, and uh, we'll do whatever the hell we want. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? Great. Uh, listen, uh, one of the best, if not the best, is a place called Mundy's, M-U-N-D-I apostrophe S. Yeah. They were on Tower Street in Hollywood for eight years, and now they've just relocated to Dania, right across from Highline. Okay. And it's, it's absolutely, uh, as they would say in that neighborhood, the bomb. All right. Thanks a lot, Kelly. Uh, uh, all right. Here. Thanks, Neil. Mundy's. Got it? Got it. What's the other place I was thinking of? It used to be one of our sponsors for a long time. George would know, but he's not here today. Uh, what the hell was it? Jeez, that's okay. embarrassing. It used to be in Tamarack, and that was in Fort Lauderdale, but I'm not sure they're still in business. What the hell was that place? It was one of our fine sponsors. The food was sensational there. It was spectacular. Carol, her name was Carolyn, was the owner. Remember the uh, owner? Don't remember the place? Isn't that bizarre? Yes. Well, she was very nice. She was uh, loved me, and she was a sponsor. Oh, La Taberneta. See, I knew it'd come back, but I don't know if they're still open or not. How do we find out? I guess, I guess we'll wait for a call or a fax before we put La Tabernetta back on there, because they were really great in Tamarack. Then they moved to Fort Lauderdale, and I'm not sure that uh, over on the beach, on the beach, and I'm not sure they're still there. Well, we'll find out. I guess we could put it on there, and then if it gets votes, that would mean it would still be there, and we can always take it off, right? Exactly. Or is that a little bit too much work? I don't want to, like, uh, you well, know. It, it came up on Google, so I think it's around. Yeah, it's in the yellow pages, too. Is it really? La Tabernetta. Outstanding. Very, very. In fact, that might be the winner. If anybody's ever eaten there. I mean, really sensational. Not just like, you know, slop, like some of these Italian joints could be like Franco-American spaghetti. I'm talking about La Tabernetta was really gourmet cuisine. Cuisine. Vignettos in Plantation and in Weston, somebody faxes in. Thank you so much. V-I-G-N-E-T-O. I don't know why I should have to spell it. You got the fax, right? But you don't get the fax. Miguel gets it. I got it. Vignetto. That sounds pretty good. I mean, for the name. <laughs> you know, it's a good name. Food might be, uh, I don't know. But we'll find out. We'll get a bunch of votes on here once we get... That's why we really have to take the first part of the show on these restaurant shows and get a bunch of stuff on there before I start reading this boring stuff and go back to Terry and these polls, the ABC poll that shows overwhelming. America says enough already with this crap. Enough of the bull crap. People, listen, people are dying all over the world. They're worried about steroids and Terry. Maniacs. Lunatic. Grave robbers. You know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. Yo, son, dragging after a tough day, rhyming over fat beats? Then you need to chill in a Jay-Z boy recliner. The only chair designed by me, multi-platinum recording artist Jay-Z. Check this bad boy out. Y'all be sipping and tripping, because Jay-Z boy recliners got 24-keg gold cup holders and an armrest. Big enough to hold eight magnums of crystal, y'all. And the seat is extra wide, just in case your shorty Beyonce stops by. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Jay-Z, what you doesn't, big boy? What up, baby? And here's the best part. The Jay-Z boy recliner adjusted for a position, y'all. Business, maxing, relaxing, and mad pimping. And dig this. The patented Jay-Z boy quick release footrest is perfect for booting R. Kelly the hell off your stage. Yo, what the? <laughs> Jay-Z boy recliners. Get paid and put one in your crib today. 1046 at 560 WQM. We got Mo Howard David at... And Eddie K at 10 o'clock. That's our award-winning lineup, uh, such as it is. Take it or leave it. Uh, let's see. A fact says, Flavors of Italy in Coral Springs, the best asobuco you've ever had. Asobuco is like, I've never had that. Like veal shank? Is that what that is? Uh, I don't know. Come on. Well, I, what about uh, Josh? Do you know what that is? I, I don't. Oh. Asobuco. I think it's veal shank. I'm pretty sure. 
That's not the kind of thing I would ever order, so I have no idea what it is. Well, what do you know? I've been in a few Italian restaurants, mister. Flavors of Italy in Coral Springs. Now, that's right in your uh, neighborhood, Josh. You've been there? It's very good, yes. Well, how do you like that? A little too expensive for what I think it is. Personally. For your taste, yeah. But, uh, well, what about, what about uh, Runway 84? You can't afford to be going there. I don't think I've been there. Well, maybe Mo will take you there. I'll, uh, I'll say no to that. Bring You're saying up. no to Mo? I have Shame been. on you, boy. You, you really are a hard ass, you know what? Please put Il Bambino, as that sounds like a baby root. Il Bambino in Westchester on your pole from Andre. Okay, Andre, you got it. Il Bambino, you got it? If it's good enough there. for baby root, it's good enough for me. I have no idea whether it's a good place or a bad place. That's I don't know. That's a good know. place. I've been there. Well, there you go. See, El Bambino. Lots of good Italiano in South Florida. Although I will say this again, better restaurants in Tampa. It's not even close, which is why I voted for Donatello's myself. And I noticed, even though it's in Tampa, what does that tell you? Donatello's already, last time I looked, had five votes, and now it's got uh, five. Runway 8413, best Italian restaurant, no pizza joints in Florida. Runway 8413, Il Molina, seven. Matarano, six. Carabas, five. Donatello's in Tampa's got five. That's a pretty good start, huh? I beg your pardon? What? Are you mumbling off a mic or something, or what? No, not at all. Okay. I mic off, actually. Macaroni Grill, four. Mundi's, three. Mamma Mia's in Hollywood, three. Veneto's has got one. Veneto, La Tavernetta's got one. He must still be open, or else somebody's got a good memory. Or um, Rosanella's has, so far, the big... Oh! Just like Gene Vincent. They're shut out. WQAM, Hello. How you doing? I got one for the poll. Yes, sir. What do you got? Randazzo's Little Italy. Randazzo's in Little Italy. Okay, thank uh, you. Randazzo's Little Italy. Oh, that's the name of it. Randazzo's in Little Italy. I mean Little Italy. I was wondering where Little Italy was in Miami. Didn't, weren't you? Yeah, Randazzo's Little Italy. That's the name of it. Get it. Will you get you with it? Hey, we got it. You ever hear that? No. No. I'll be honest with you. There used to be an Il Molino in, uh, on Peters Road in the university there, as you probably know. In plantation. I don't know what the problem is. I think there are just too many glam there or something because uh, that was an excellent place. Very, very good. But uh, long gone. There's some other kind of cockamamie joint there now. I have no idea what it is. I'll tell you what I really do like. It has nothing to do with the pull. Don't be putting it on there because all you got to do is mention something. And Josh, he wants to be. That 2J's man, it's not Italian, of course, but boy, that was a good place. Yeah, it was good. a great discovery last time I was there. See, it's good to come back to town once in a great while. Not too often. Find a new restaurant that's really good. Have a nice meal. Come on here and talk about it. And then get the hell out. Americans broadly and strongly disapprove of federal intervention in the Terry Schiavo case with sizable majorities saying Congress is overstepping its bounds for political gain, and they are absolutely correct. The public by 63 to 28 percent supports the removal of Schiavo's feeding tube, and by a 25-point margin opposes a law mandating federal review of her case. Congress passed such legislation, and President Bush signed it in the wee hours of the morning today as he raced back from his Crawford, Texas ranch to sign this piece of fascist crap into law. That legislative action is distinctly unpopular. Not only do 60% oppose it, more than 70%, 70% call it inappropriate for Congress to get involved in this way. And by a lopsided 67 to 19%, most people think the elected officials trying to keep Shiva alive are doing so more for political advantage than out of concern for her or for the principles involved. And once again, they are absolutely... Absolutely correct. This ABC News poll also finds that the Shibo case has prompted an enormous level of personal discussion. Half of Americans say that as a direct result of hearing about this case, they've spoken with friends or family members about what they'd want to be done if they were in a similar condition, in a vegetative state like Florida. Nearly 8 in 10 would not want to be kept alive. But you just wait, man. Randall Terry is coming into town with a six-shooter on his side, and he's going to, like, shoot him up, baby, if they start messing around with poor Terry, if they start messing with that tube. Although they already yanked it out again, and she's still alive.
They yanked the tube out three times already, and she's still alive. How do you like that? Even the Salazzo would probably be upset about it. In addition to the majority, the intensity of public sentiment is also on the side of Chabot's husband, who has fought successfully in the Florida courts, 19 judges, by the way, to remove her feeding tube, and intensity runs especially strongly against congressional involvement. First, it was steroids. Now, it's Chabot. What will it be next? God only knows. Next, it'll be Italian restaurants. Hey, we got that turtle with Satan on it, right? Yeah, that's right. No more uh, demonic animals. No more Virgin Mary pizzas. Included among the 63% of support removing the feeding tube are 42% who strongly support it, twice as many as those who strongly oppose it. That's removing. Among the 70% who call congressional intervention inappropriate are 58% who hold that view strongly and especially high level of strong opinion. In other words, the Bushmeister this time and Tom DeLay and all you other right-wing lunatics. And by the way, where were the Democrats? They were all busy with their Palm Sunday, you know, holding their palm fronds or holding something. They couldn't scurry back enough, fast enough, you know. It wasn't important enough. Except for Bobby Wexler and a few others. Nice going there, Bobby. I say Bobby Wexler for president. Oh! Of course, we don't want no Jew to be president. He wouldn't get too many votes in the South, although he sure is a lot better than Jew Lieberman, right? Right. Talk about wimping your way out. Just amazing. Let's see. Capriccio, University in Sheridan Street. Bellissima food and atmosphere, it says here. Capriccio. Is that the one that Defoe did the spot for? I don't Remember know. that but horrible spot there. where he was doing all that Goetia Italian era with it, uh, Ristorantes uh, Italiani? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Capriccio. So even though Defoe did the spot, don't hold that against the joint, because evidently it's very, very good, according to Josh. Is it? Yeah, it's good. Not great. It's adequate, right. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Wait a minute. Now, that's bad. First, you started off by saying it was very good. Then it was good. Now it's adequate. I never dropped a very good in there. I said it was yeah, good. Yeah, had you didn't. <laughs> Trust me. I know what I said. I said it was good. Yeah. And, and yeah, you said it was good. And I said, well, we went from good to adequate. You can't deny that, right? Same thing. Remember Al Pacino standing out there waving a hanky? Adequate. Adequate. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that's all you're doing to Capriccio, man. This is, these are people that sponsored on this station with Defoe doing the spots. So rip them in the ass. P.S. Why do you prefer to live under a British-style parliamentary system and you continue to knock the people that developed it over hundreds of years? Well, what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, I live here because of the parliament. That's why I live here. Well, what kind of a knucklehead wrote this crap? Grumpy Graham, 23-year listener, even when you were serious and straight. Oh, I was never straight. You fairy. Anyway, it says, I know you won't read all this as it conflicts with your preconceived ideas, but I tried. Oh, I see. I agree the weather sucks as to many of the proletariat, but if you visit the U.K., I, I, oh, this is another one trying to get. I'm not even reading this. I don't want to know nothing about the U.K., you silly-ass Brits. I don't care. Go uh, have some uh, toad in a hole and get it out of my face. You, you, it's got nothing to do with close-minded. I've encountered more damn Brits, especially the ones in, uh, in Amsterdam and the ones at the Heathrow Airport, which I never leave that airport unless I'm leaving the country. Here's one, Buca de Beppo. I've heard of that. Steve from Nashville says, Buca de Beppo, B-U-C-A, D, small d, D-I, capital B-E-P-P-O, Buca de Beppo. I just like the name. Don't you? <laughs> well, what is this uh, thing with the facts on this? Is this like some kind of a design, or is this just a bad fact? What is this? Does it look wrinkly? Yeah. Oh, it's something wrinkled up? Yeah. Oh. Well, you ought to see how it came out. It looks like something pornographic here. Really? Let's see. Here's one that says, I used to be local wine and liquor rep. Runway 84 was my account for four years in the 90s. I went there every Tuesday in mid-afternoon to see the owner and get his weekly liquor and wine order. Every week, oh yeah, that's right. Every week there was a table in the back of the dining room uh, surrounded by old fat guys right out of Goodfellas. They would always be sipping espresso and sambuca and smoking big cigars. These are the same guys uh, who were there when I ate there a couple of times, sitting around the bar with the striped uh, uh, jackets and the big uh, hats, the fedoras. And like he said, something out of Goodfellas. There's something out of The Godfather. 
Then it says here in this fax, the hypocrisy of Republicans. If Republicans are such God-loving Christians, why do they hate poor people? And why do they protect the, protect the environment? Could it be that they're intolerant, evil liars? Absolutely correct. That's just my fear, Pally. The roasted, uh, the roasted pepper and pepper pines. Now, see, I, I don't like that name for an Italian restaurant. It says one of the best. Fantastic food. General. See, it, it means generous, but it says general portions. Remember general portions? Yeah. He said, I will return. Great atmosphere, great service, not cheap. Oh, Josh and Miguel ain't going there. Nope. Unless Mo is buying. Now, let me ask you, would you go to uh, Runway 84 with Mo, Josh, if Mo is buying? Or if he got a freebie for you? No. No. Now, that, that's awful. Boy, you are really a wow. hard ass, and I get all this crap about It's always back to me. See, I take all the grief. You, you are tainted him. That's what it is. What is it? You tainted him. It says, don't go to the Pepper if you want factory Italian food. An evening at the Pepper, the roasted pepper, is well worth the dining experience. says, Ray and Coral Springs. PBS, if you really want some Shivo laughs, listen to the audio feed on the Sludge. You know, I tried listening to the audio feed on the Sludge Report, and it uh, just takes me to another uh, website that has nothing to do with this. It says, why don't they tell you that she's been moaning like that for years? Oh, she is. <laughs> kind of like Eric does up there in Orlando. <laughs> like that, yeah. Ever see Eric and Terry Shivo together? No. Same person. Hey, Eric, you better be nice with that. Do a good job on that website. We're taking the tube out. Correct them. Cut the crap. Just amazing. They really misread the public on this one, baby. And, of course, uh, you know, that's good. Randall Terry resurfaces. All we can say to that is... Oh, my God. By the way, your son... You fairy. That's all we can say to him. You are listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560 QAM. Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? I miss it so boring. What's better than a live radio show every morning on TV? Well, just about anything. But that hasn't stopped MSNBC from teaming up with radio's original bad boy, who now looks like a nasty old lady. Listen, Bernie, Imus. Tell that intern this coffee sucks. <laughs> yes, every morning, see Imus listen to a tape of other people's comedy bits, live on the air. I need a hammer to bite into this muffin. Oh, Somebody oh, best crush one, please. Oh, Thank you. See his wild behind-the-scenes addicts. <laughs> hey, listen to me, stupid. I am the Iman. You are the walrus cuckoo can chew. Now get me some fresh coffee or you're fired. Imus, he's irreverent. So, uh, what's the deal with the Pope? He's topical. So, uh, what's the deal with his Watergate race? He's incoherent. I'll tell you what, that, uh, is it double repentance? What, what the hell is it? I don't know. He's Imus and he's boring. And he's only on MSNBC, a cable channel nobody watches, and a bunch of AM radio stations nobody listens to. And when somebody gets some fresh jingle, it's Imus. Dead man in a chair, it's 11.02. Let's uh, yank out that tube. Now, let me ask you this question. You've both been in Vegas, right? Oh, yeah. No. You have not been to Las Vegas? You, you know, your your existence is so limited. It's a miracle. Now, do you ever go back to Chicago since you were born there? Yes. Oh, well, yeah. that at least is good. That's a great town. With good food, by the way. Yes, very good food. How And how? before I get into the thing about Vegas, how come Orlando, with, with all the tourists that go there, I guess because it's a tourist trap, uh, how come we never hear about any great restaurants in the Orlando area? Do we? I mean, Tampa's got great places. Yeah, but Orlando's only known for, like, Disney World. or Disney Yeah, Island, you know? it's a tourist trap, like I said. Hey, Bongo's is over there. Uh, anyway, getting back to Vegas, where Miguel's never been, which means it's Josh's call. The uh, I always have a brain fart on this place. It's right next to it's between the Luxor and New York, New York. The uh, casino looks like Disney World on the corner there. Well, New York, New York is on the corner, but um. Right across the street from it, okay. Uh, MGM is right across the street. No, on the other side, across on the other side. There's oh brother, you're brutal. Next to the Luxor, you know the pyramid. I know. Okay, the one that looks like Disney World. It's right across, right next to the Luxor on that corner. Uh, the Mirage? Yeah, the Mirage is on that corner. Mirage is way down the strip. 
Jesus, God Almighty. And he was drunk. Anyway, there's, there's an Italian restaurant in this place. Don't go there. In fact, don't go to that place. I, see, I've got a, for years I've had a brain fart. I've been in there many times. I have no idea why. But uh, do not eat in the Italian restaurant in that place. Wow, that is so bad. In fact, that whole place. You've got to know what I'm talking about. I'm Somebody sure will I know. do. The Mirage. Boy, you're just... When was the last time? You were in Vegas in May. And I'm going again in May. Yeah. Well, when you're there, take a look, okay? You know, you've got to know what I'm talking about. It's got the spires. It looks like an amusement park. looks like Disney World. We get a bunch of calls right now. They might know. No, I'd, I'd rather browbeat Josh. He's been there. No, I don't know what to tell you. Of course, I mean... so have I a million times, too. So who the hell am I to talk? But I'm a feeble old fart, you know. <laughs> right. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I'd like to give you my opinion on Italian restaurant. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, Parkland, Cafe Bella Sera. The chef there was 17 years at Runway 84, opening really? his own restaurant. Cafe Bella Sera. Bella Sera in Parkland. Okay, I like it. Thank, thanks you a lot, Pally. Okay. Got a Cafe Bella Sera. B-E-L-L-A, capital S-E-R-A. I got it. Bona Sera. Well, what do you mean you got it? Like you're an Italian expert all of a sudden well, now? No, you, you don't got need it? to, you know, help me out with spelling for every Italian restaurant. Bella Sera. I just like saying it. WQAM, hello. Awesome Italian at Pizza Hut. <laughs> WQAM, hello. The circus, circus, buddy. Circus. Okay, thank circus. you, thank you, thank you. Don't eat there, by the way. It's horrible. Circus, circus. No, no, it's not. It's not. That's not right anyway. That's not it. I went bungee jumping at circus, circus. It's not. Not circus, circus. See, I was agreeing with them already. That's not circus, circus. Is way down the strip in the other direction. You idiot, you. Jesus, God Almighty. You see how easy I am? Because even if they said it, I don't think I'm. But serious, I'm not circus, circus. See, I don't know where you're, get, you're getting, like, it looks like a Disney World kind of thing. I'm not... When, when you hear the name of the place, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a castle, like a Disney-esque-like castle, the place. Jesus, what's wrong with you, man? Oh, that's... All right, I'll be, I know this. You're not, yeah. Now, now I got oh, it. I got to think yeah. about it. Uh, but you know the one I'm talking about. I do. Now I know exactly There's four corners there, okay? There's four corners. The MGM Grand is on the uh, one corner, and I can't even think also the one across the street where I always win money. See, my my mind is gone. The Rhapsody Restaurant used to be in there too. I just have been in the haven't been in Vegas in three four years. And you're old. I'm old and uh, senile. Across the street is New York, New York on one corner, and across from that, right between New York, New York and the Luxor, is. I, I you know what? I don't know. I don't know the name. But, but you I'll, can see it. You I can know exactly. Because yeah, you said castle, it looks exactly like a right. castle. Right. That's it. Like you'd see at Disney World, that kind of castle, exactly. like for kids. It's a punky place for people with little kids, just like that circus, circus, that guy's talking. They can take circus, circus, and blow it right out their butt. Nana's Kitchen in Davy, it says, is awesome Italian food. That's what Ray says. You got it. Nana, N-O-N-N-A, Nana's Kitchen. Oh, boy, look, they're just pouring in now. Would yep. somebody please tell me the name of that uh, casino, please? I'm having a nervous breakdown. Even Josh is starting to get the heebie-jeebies. He's going crazy over there. Please add Cafe Prima Pasta, North Miami Beach, to your pulse. a small, hard place to find, but well worth it, says Elmer. In honor of today's poll, could you please play the Olinda Mare song? Olinda Mare, that's Italian. So I'm hearing. Olinda Mare, you're very Last year, just wait till this season. You ain't seen nothing yet, but that's beside the point. It's what? the Excalibur. Excalibur. Ah, Excalibur. see now, see that's not an easy name to remember. Thank you so much. Where'd you get that from? I looked it up. Oh, 
Thank you. Big facts right here with that, too. Now you know exactly what I'm talking about, the Excalibur? I do. I never went in there. Don't. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a glitzy-looking place, but then again, when you go on the inside of most Vegas casinos, they're all glitzy-looking places, you know, with a lot of slot machines and tables and stuff. Right. But uh, first of all, you're going to lose your ass there, number one. And number two, uh, the food in there is horrible. It's just awful. Now, let me so ask, many... like, like, what is your favorite? Do you have, like, a favorite hotel and casino? MGM. Okay. Love it. Good restaurants. And in fact, the food, even in room service at the MGM, which with 5,000 rooms, I have no idea how they do that. You have it less than an hour. But the food is as good as many fantastic restaurants, which is, you know, room service generally is like mediocre at best, even in a good restaurant, a good hotel. Fabulous. The MGM. Ever stay there? Yes. Well, there you go. Please add fancies on US 1. Has to be the best Italian place in South Florida, says Robert Rococo. Uh-oh. Don't mess with Roberto Rococo because he sounds Italian. His name ends in a vowel. Fancies. Got it? Well, there's a lot of great best Italian restaurants in South Florida. I'll tell you that. Bill says, I looked on your website for your drop. You fairy. And, uh, no, it's not your gay. Oh, I see. That's not the one he's looking for. He's looking for... You're gay. And I can't find it. Is it on there? Bill wants to know. Well, Bill, all I can say to you is... You fairy. I don't know. I don't know and I don't care. See, these people, they want. They want. Oh, how come this ain't on there in the archives? They just, uh, whatever. At least we don't charge you for our website, okay? And our website is far superior to some of the ones. I don't want to mention no names. Are you sure? That charge you to go to their website and, uh, you know, an ego trip. Fancies on US 1 and Pinecrest, small but classically good, it says. Fancies. So there's Fancy Schmancy. How do you like that? Get it on there. Must be pretty good. Let's see, here's another one. It says Will the right wingers and brain dead who voted for Bush ever see the light? No. 9 11, 2,752 dead. Bush didn't come back to Washington, D.C. Flew around the country and took more than 20 minutes to leave a classroom photo opportunity. Tsunami, 169,752 dead, 125,000 missing. Bush didn't return from his ranch during his Christmas break. And now, Terry Schiavo, one brain dead. Bush rushes back from Crawford to sign a bill to prolong the suffering of one person at 1 o'clock in the morning. Very good, Rocco. Oh, there's Rocco again. Rocco Bendova. Excellent point. Now, he doesn't care. All, all they're interested in is political posturing, only this time they misread the uh, public. Plus, on top of all that, they don't have to solidify their right-wing evangelical base. They already got them wrapped up anyway. So what's the big deal? In fact, this is going to, like, blow up in their face in the uh, 2006 and the off-year elections. You'll see. going to, like, blow up in their puss. Just like Una. Let's see. The best Italian restaurant in Florida. No pizza joints. We'll do pizza like maybe Wednesday. Tomorrow I want to do. Well, I don't want to say what I want to do tomorrow because then they'll be calling in today. You know what I mean? That's bad. Yeah. Il Molino is moving into a tie with, the, in fact, they moved ahead of runway 84. You know where Il Molino is in Fort Lauderdale, right next to the Gateway Cinema there on the Sunrise? No. Yeah, you do. You don't yeah. know Fort Lauderdale, mister? No, I know where it is, but I've never been there, you know. Oh, very good. Very, very good. Excellent. And, and like I said, it was the same great food in, the, in Davie there, or Peter's Road. Maybe that's like the edge of Davie and Plantation. That Davie? Excellent. Day there, huh? Out there in Davie? More like Plantation. Why, why, now, why do you say that like that? Like, Davy's a bunch of uh, yahoos? It's not that part of Davy. Okay. Where you double park your hoss. In fact, Davy Road Extension, that's that part of Davy. West. And Armadillo Cafe used to be there on that Davy Road Extension. Now they moved to that Pizza Loft Plaza. How come I mentioned Pizza Loft? But anyway, um, yeah, there have been a couple, huh, a couple of good restaurants. In fact, also the, uh, the Hess Gas Station that's got a Godfather's in it is on Davy Road Extension. And there's a Shoney's there, I believe, or some kind of a, I think it's Shoney's, Big Boy. Is Shoney's still around? Well, I don't know if it's Shoney's, but it's a big boy right there before 595, Davy Road Extension. You've never seen you got to get around, man. Just hop in your car and just drive around. See the sights. All right. There ain't nothing else going on. Just uh, drive all around. Oh, yeah, there's that place Neil was talking about. There's that uh, Eckerd's, the one that hasn't switched over to CBS yet. 
Anyway, Il Molino moved in the lead, which is amazing. It's really good. 19, runway 84, 18, Carabas 14. I never, I, I don't know why I never ate a Carabas, but I just uh, never even heard of it. You've never heard of Carabas. Come on. Never heard of Carabas until you mentioned it. How do you like that? I know, I know I'm way, way out of touch. That's like saying you've never heard of Chili's or something. Not, not only have I heard of Chili's, I had lunch with Jeff Rimmer at Chili's when I first met him many years ago. That was a very, very sad day. Uh, Mundi, and of course I paid. Mundi's 13. Mundi's. Mundi's. It would be Mundi's Italiano. Not that these are Italiano. Uh, uh, Macaroni Grill, 12. Matarano's, 12. Mamma Mia's of Hollywood, 11. Buca di Beppo, 10. Donatello's in Tampa's got 10 votes. How do you like that, sports fans? Oh! All right. Man, they love me there. And I love them. Not that I go there, but I'm just saying it's great. Love Heaven at a 7, Roasted Pepper 5, Capriccio's 3. Capriccio's, that's uh, Ristorante's Italianis, where they got them great salumis. Uh, Randazzo's Little Italy 3, Vignetto's 3, Rosanella's 3, Fancy's has got 1, Cafe Prima Pasta 1, Ma, uh, Nana's Kitchen, Nana Nana 1, Cafe Bella Sera 1, Flavors of Italy 1, and uh, Bambino don't have any yet. The, uh, il, it's Il Bambino, by the way. But that's okay. Right? Right. Right. Hank, by the way, had some real bad seal over the weekend, got deathly ill, and evidently had the uh, green apple quick step all day yesterday after a bad losing day at the tracks, so no wonder he's looking, trying to be an optimist, looking forward to a better week. Hey, I'm sure you're familiar with Anthony Caliendo, the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage, so before you call any other mortgage company, let the main man tell you what you don't know. Did you know that most banks only work with three different mortgage products? And if your credit's less than absolutely perfect, absolutely. you're ready to hear the most famous two-letter word in the English language. No. That's the one. If you're not working with the right lender, the chances of getting approved are fitty-fitty at best. So do yourself a favor. Call right now and do the right thing. Call one triple eight four eight three loan That's one eight 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 four eight three loan and let the main man and his team put you into a mortgage that meets your needs. Avoid going to the wrong lender or maybe being turned down because you called the wrong number. Call the main man, Anthony Caliendo at Acceptance Capital Mortgage, tool-free, 1-888-483-LOAN. That's one triple eight four eight three loan Every time they close a loan, a portion is donated to kids in distress, too. So why call anybody else? Avoid the bait and switch. Get the best deal going anywhere at the best rates. Call the main man today, one triple eight four eight three L O A N. You are listening to Neil, Neil Rogers exclusively on 560-QAM. It's day in Miami town. At 560 WQAM. You fairy. <laughs> Don't like all the harper. Don't, don't, don't. Every time I see. Don't, 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 don't. That retarded him with. Republicans muscled in and an articulate idiot. I don't know why they would want this guy, but now he's here. We're screwed the next four years. Boy. With President Thumbs. Stupid 
Republicans overall look much like Democrats and independents in their opinions on this. It was much more the religious fanatical, uh, the religious right, the crazy nuts, the flat earth crowd. They're the ones who think this is a great idea. And speaking of that, guess who sent a letter today saying, oh, we got to get that two back into Terry? Who? Stick. I'll give you a guess. Uh, dead man in a dress. Dead the Pope. Oh, okay. The Vatican newspaper. No, not uh, Don Imus. The Vatican newspaper today criticized the removal of that feeding tube from brain-damaged Florida woman, saying nobody can claim the right to decide whether a human being lives or dies. Who can, before God and humanity, pretend with impunity to claim such a right? L'Osservatorio Romano said. Who and on the basis of which criteria can establish to whom the privilege to live should be given? The remarks from the Vatican paper, which reflected earlier comments from several Vatican prelates, the Excalibur, huh? I got a brain fart on that. Anyway came after the U.S. Congress passed a law in an emergency session giving Terry Shavo's parents the right to file suit in federal court over the withdrawal of nourishment and medical treatment needed to sustain their daughter. President Bush, as we know, has signed the bill. Oh, my God. Came rushing back from Crawford, Texas, in the wee hours of the morning to sign the bill, an unconstitutional, illegal piece of crap in which the federal government, in which Congress and El Presidente are trying to overrule the courts. Who can judge the dignity and sacredness of a life of a human being made in the image and likeness of God? Who can decide to pull the plug as if we were talking about a broken or out-of-order household appliance, the paper said. In a Miami hospital, there's a woman who's about to die from hunger and thirst. There's the slow dying of a person, not a vegetable, which is an impotent world, which an impotent world is witnessing through TV and newspapers. That's impotent, impotent. The 41-year-old woman's feeding tube is removed Friday, as we know, yada, yada, yada. The newspaper said that the case is shaking America. Aren't you shaken from it already? Well, we're shaking but added that in the ongoing debate, the lowest-level political controversy in the subtle game of legal tricks often end up in prevailing. And of course, they know about legal tricks there at the Vatican. How's that Vatican banking scandal coming, huh? Is that guy still hanging from that rope? Probably. Yes. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty. I mean, we're all supposed to be whipped up into a frenzy about this, okay? First, like I said last week, it was steroids in baseball. We're all supposed to be, like, hyperventilating about that. And now we're supposed to be just foaming at the mouth about Terry Schiavo. Just like Alienito. I told you then, I'll tell you now. The media are a bunch of lunatics, a bunch of grave robbers, and it's the hysterical story du jour. I don't give a crap about Terry Schiavo. How do you like that? One way or the other. I do give a crap about what with this uh, political shenanigans went on over the weekend. Because that's uh, par for the course. You got, like I've been telling you, you got a bunch of religious lunatics who've taken over the country. There is no more Republican Party. We have the born-again fundamentalist lunatic party and the weak-kneed Democrats, most of whom couldn't be bothered to show up and get involved in this, except Bobby Wexler and a handful of others. Weak-kneed, man. You got the Nazis are stormtrooping up and down Pennsylvania Avenue, and the Democrats are, uh, they're geschluffing, as the Chinese say. They're in a deep coma, kind of like Terry. They're brain dead. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, I am. Uh, okay. Do you have Casa D'Angelo on the phone? Never heard of it. No, we don't. It's uh, on Federal Highway, right across from uh, Baby Cadillac. Okay. Tucked in that little plaza back there. Right. Very good. And uh, Big Louie sucks, by the way. <laughs> okay, well, we don't want to put the ones that suck on. <laughs> okay. Casa D'Angelo, thanks very much. Is he talking about a place or a guy? I don't know about Big Louie. Do you ever hear Big Louie? No. No. Casa D'Angelo. Hey, listen, you never even heard of the Excalibur. What the hell do you know about life? Hey, I've seen it. Don't, don't go there. 
And definitely, I mean, you can get on that uh, that thing they got, that little walkway now across, as you know, the other side of the street. Right, yeah. Well, let's skip that one. New York, New York is fun, and they got like a, uh, what Best is it? Best hotel in Vegas. New York, New York. What, you don't agree? No? Okay. New York, New York is the best hotel in Las Vegas, That's says right. Josh Cordes. That's right. It's my opinion. Vegas expert. How many times have you been there? Uh, coming up on three. Uh, so, so you've been there twice. Right. But uh, I got a lot done in those two uh, two times. Two no, I bet you did. Probably downtown. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless lines. Have you ever stayed at the MGM Grand? I have. And you, and you like New York, New York better? Yes. Um, I, you know what? I, I just like New York, New York. Like what's inside, like whatever. I just like that, it. That, 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 that. Okay, great. We'll sing it. Have you ever been inside Paris? No. Well, see, when you say the best hotel, I mean, maybe the accommodations, maybe the rooms are great. But to me, you know, it's nice to have a nice room. But when you're in Vegas, how much time do you spend in a room? Very, very little, right? I don't mean necessarily like the room. I mean, like no, no, the but I'm saying in the hotels. That's, that's yeah. what I mean. Have you ever been in Paris? No. So how can you judge? Have you been in the Venetian? Absolutely. Have you been in, uh, 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 what is it? The one with the B. See, my, my mind is blank. It's just Bellagio. Uh, Bellagio. Bellagio, there you go. Yeah, I've been in there. Bellagio is really nice. Really nice. But overrated, though. I mean, you know, once you see those big fancy pictures on the wall. I mean, the, the water fishing in front, you know, that's nice, too. But who wants, you know, you can see a bunch of water fishing into the bowl yeah, if you want. Yeah, for the first know. time, it's old. Yeah. The Mirage. Caesars. Caesars is neat. Caesars is cool. Not a good place to gamble, but it's a fabulous, a neat place with a lot of great shops. Excellent restaurants, by the way. they got a fantastic Italian restaurant. What's it called in Caesars? They've got two of them. they got one that's like more informal, then they got the one where they have the big feast. What the hell is that one called? See, if you're going to, anything that requires recall today, forget about it. I'm, my mind is so fried from this Terry Schiavo business. So do you remember <laughs> the name of the Italian place in the Excalibur, or you don't? No. Okay. Well, there's only one. Right. And it is caca. It's kind of like the red lobster of Italian food. Does that tell it all? Yeah, it tells it all. Okay. It, it's bad. It's really bad. Even the Goyim don't like it. 26 past 11 at 560 WQM. Hey, spring is here, and officially now. And now's a great time to get on down to Armstrong Ford Homestead for some great deals on new 05s. Right now, get behind the wheel of a Focus or escape with $2,000 cash back from Ford and 0% financing. How about an exhibition with $3,000 cash back and 1.9% financing? Check out the 05 Ford Explorer right now at Armstrong Ford Homestead with $2,500 cash back and 1.9% financing. And don't forget, only when you buy from Armstrong Ford Homestead will you get their exclusive tires, parts, and batteries for life program, plus a free Florida sun pass on top of it, all of these things. Armstrong Ford is proud of our servicemen and women. If you're in the military or if you have a relative in the military, no matter if it's active duty, reservists, National Guard, or Coast Guard, you'll get you a military appreciation discount at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. David Rich and the staff will do just about everything to guarantee you a great deal there and, of course, the best price in town all the time. Because they're locally owned and operated, they're going to treat you fantastic. Armstrong, Florida Homestead, they're at 30725 South Dixie Highway, 20 easy minutes south of the 836. Check them on the web, armstrongcars.com, or call David or Victor at 305-247-5112. 305-247-5112. All the way around, the deals are absolutely unbeatable at Armstrong, Florida Homestead. Drive a little bit extra, but save yourself thousands on that new Ford at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. You're listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560. 
Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that. Well, what do you expect? That's Russia's wife now. That's Darren Kagan, you know. Oh, is that what that is? Her brains are melting. In fact, the, her cerebral cortex is a liquid, just like Terry. Oh, but she's going to make this big comeback, and she's very vibrant and alive, and they could have her like sitting in a wheelchair right there in Congress, and she could be going, but a beep, but a boop, but a bop, and she could probably put on a better performance than Ileana Rosanna Dana, which ain't saying much. Potential victims. Might. How do you like that? So he just wobbled again. He's putting on the sick act like the old mafia dons used to do. You know, although at least you don't have his PJs on today. That's a good sign. Into the courtroom after the metal wand. Yeah, we got your metal wand all right, Darren. Rectum. That's where we're going to put it. We'll see if the judge gets all bent out of shape and PO'd about this. Wouldn't that be great if he threw his ass in the slammer? Wonderful. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're looking for the best Italian restaurant in uh, the state of Florida outside of uh, no pizza joints. We'll do that a separate day. It's the best of this week. Why not? Huh? That's a positive thing yeah. for that idiot that gave me this crap last week. You're so negative, and you called Joe Zagaki old P-Face, which he is. <laughs> what? Well, I can't say the P word, but you know what the word is. No. You called him the weenie face. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? All right, Pally. I got a great Italian restaurant for you in Hollywood. Yeah. Fulvio's. Oh, I've heard of that. I never ate there, but Why I heard it's fantastic. Awesome. Fulvio. Where is it? Fulvio's. You gotta, gotta try next time you're in town. And uh, I don't know if anybody touched on this yet. If Bush would have hung up after 9-11, maybe uh, something better would have happened, except for this one person. You know, I, I didn't push anybody any hard, but uh, for Christ's sake, he sat in that classroom for eight minutes looking like an idiot when he was on the plane for this woman, you know, in a matter of... What kind of crap well, is that? He, just, he finished listening to that record, Act Naturally. You know, that's why he sat there looking like an idiot. Have a great day, Pally, and calm down. Fulvio's is excellent, as I'm told. Oh, yeah. Right did, there. did you not catch that? or Catch what? I had to dump it. Uh, he what did he say? Uh, he was something. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Well, so uh, you both got it, so what's the big deal? I didn't hear it. We'll just let him go. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure you will. Five, six, oh, look at this. There's that big fat Denny Hastert. Chartered Waters, to change Shivo's fate, insist they're following the spirit of the Constitution, not politics. Right. Oh, yeah. Bill Fist, uh, Frist, who's a real phony, baloney, right-wing, born-again, Bible-thumping piece of turd, who ought to know better, too, because he's a doctor. He denounced an unsigned memo circulated to Republican lawmakers over the weekend calling the Shivo case a great political issue replete with uh, talking points and a whole song and a dance about how great this was going to be. Uh, Frist said he hadn't seen the memo and said I condemn the content of the memo and reaffirmed that the interest in this case by myself and the many members of the Senate on both sides of the aisle is to assure that Mr. Shivo has another chance at life. Right. Oh, okay. Let's dig up Marlon Brando and see if we can't bring him back to life. At least he was a great actor. At least a lot of people liked him, yeah? She has got no chance at life. She's not living a life. In some cases, uh, like this one, we see it most starkly. 
Democrats stung from a series of electoral losses among social conservatives oh, this is are great. by and large biting their tongue. Yeah, they're biting their tongue. In other words, as usual, they're sitting back there, their mum, they're biting their tongue. Instead of showing some cajones, thank God for Bobby Wexler, man. You the man, Bobby. One of the very few guys, whether it was the war, whether it's this issue, he always is there opening up a mouth and telling like it is, whether it was the a paper ballot, the paper trail on the ballots in the election. Robert Wexler, man, there's one of the few great Americans, I'll tell you that right now, one of the few politicians worth his salt. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Yes. Yes, sir. Caliber is a filthy dump. It's across the street from the Tropicana where you want all your... Tropicana, right, where Rhapsody used to be, but it's no longer there, right? I uh, used to stay at New York. New York is very good, but I used to go across the street at the MGM. That's but, the place. But let me reiterate. If you cross that moat at the Excalibur, that's where people throw their garbage. Place <laughs> damn dump. Okay, amen. Yeah, the Excalibur blows, I told you. See that? There you and go. this guy said that New York, New York is good, but MGM was very obvious. He didn't even have to say it. That's the place. You know, stay where you like it. You know, it's all within walking distance anyway. Hey, You're it's, not gonna a, it's all good. It's all good. Like Bubba would say, it's all good. See, one thing when you go to Vegas, unless you're a moron, you're not going to stay in the hotel. You know, where you stay is fine. In fact, out on, um, not the outskirts so much, but like off the main strip, there are some very nice uh, little uh, inexpensive places you can stay that don't have a casino. Really? Yeah, like sweets. Well, what I would be the, the name. fun in that, though? The fun in that is that you rent a car, you park your car right in front of the joint instead of having to go through the... Uh, you know what it's like getting your rent a car? Uh, do you rent a car when you go there? No, I just walk. Oh. Well, you know what it's like having to find your car or get valet when you're in uh, when it's real busy time, which is most of the time in Vegas, and stand there waiting and waiting and waiting. But when you get in one of these little sweets joints, which are very nice, very inex relatively inexpensive, and you got your car like in a motel right in front, you hop in it and you go to whichever casino you want to plunge your guts out. That would blow though, man. I'd, I'd rather. Why is that? What? You take a cab. What are you going like a minute up the road? Everything in Vegas is like right there. I mean, why drive? So every time you want to go from one place to another. You're going to take a cab. Yeah, I mean, hey. Is that what you're saying? I understand you're on limited budget. You're, you know, but when you're talking about, you know, a big shot like me, I'm not taking no cabs. Here, here I take cabs because I have a take car. Take a limo, here. whatever. They're all right out, right out front of the whatever hotel you're at. You know, they're waiting for you. Oh man, here's a fail. Yeah, Las Vegas Excalibur. We got to thank you. It's a dump. It's a toilet. People throw their garbage in the moat. The best Italian restaurant is Spezio. I'm sure that's spelled wrong. It says Spezio. Can that be right? It must be Spezio. What's Spezio? S-P-E-C-C-I-O, across the street from Ragazzi in Surfside. Much much pasta than Ragazzi. What, what, I guess much better. They left the word out. Amazing service. The nicest staff anywhere. Carabas is owned by the same people that own the Outback Steakhouse big chain. Carabas. Oh, it's a chain. It's a chain. I, I knew that. Just like La Carreta is a chain. Oh, man. I just can't stand that stuff. You ever eat at La Carreta? I bet you Miguel has. Yep. And? Is it good? Of course. Well, what does that mean, of course? Because it's Cuban food, therefore, of course, it's good. How There's no bad Cuban. How, how bad, you know, if you got a bad Cuban joint, that's bad. You fry a steak, you make some rice, put some beans on it. You're so, in other words, go. what you're saying is the same old swill is what yeah, you're saying. You hear what Miguel food. just said about Cuban food? He said it's crap. It's not, it's not you know. Much better cheaper. pasta than a ragazzi. Specio. I, don't, I just, uh, you better look that up. Look I up did. on the yellow page. And what is it? Uh, it is what it is. S-P-E-C-C-I-O? Specio? C-C-H-I-O. Oh, Specchio, Specchio, Spicchio. Well, they must be talking about Miguel, you Spicchio. Okay, whatever the hell it is. Oh, here's another one that says, Carabas owned by Outback Steakhouse. If you like chain restaurants like Macaroni Grill with a wine list right out of Winn-Dixie. <laughs> Try it. 
Okay, so in other words, they're not too big on Carabas. Well, it was Josh that's given us the Carabas uh, pitch here. You know, Josh, who thinks that New York, New York. See, New York, New York, to me, can I use Don't get me wrong, I like it, but there's a one word to describe it, okay? What's that? Tacky. Tacky? It is tacky, yes. It is what, tacky. In what way? It ju- just is. It's just, uh, it's just a little bit over. I, I like the fact that they got that big um, the, the uh, amusement park ride out it's in the awesome. front. Yeah, kids, right, right uh, out in the middle Right of outside, Vegas. right. That's nice. And it's a good roller coaster. I don't go to Vegas to go to a roller coaster. You go on a roller you, coaster. Not like Are you going on a roller coaster in Las Vegas, you lunatic? You're damn right I am. It's a good one. He went bungee oh, jumping. Jesus. Well, you know, he's just out of puberty. You know, he's just past childhood. <laughs> what do you expect? In fact, you ought to go to Circus Circus. That's right up your alley. That's where they have all the pain in the ass kids running around. That's where no adult wants to go into a place like that. No, I'm good. The Excalibur is next to, uh, uh, I next to the Luxor. How many times have I said that already? Get out of here with that. Como Chedice. Como Chedice. Como? Now, I thought that meant, how do you say that? Como Chedice. Isn't that what Michael said uh, when he was talking and sitting at the table in Louis in the Bronx, huh? Right. That's correct. Como Chedice. Carabas is in the Albertsons Plaza. Oh, no, where El Molino's was in Plantation. They put a Shane in there. What a shame for a Shane where El Molino's was. I mean, El Molino's, there were two of them, but that's not a Shane. Also for the list. No, no, you see, no. Not pizza joints, okay? We'll put the other one you got on here when we do pizza. And Louis in the Bronx. You see that? And the steroids congressional meeting lasted longer than the one in the Godfather with Don Ciccio. <laughs> oh. Five six seven oh five sixty and Don Ciccio wasn't in the meeting, by the way. Pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular Rados line, but these people, you know, they're all experts. Just they're they're taking advantage of me because it's an off day. My mind is my cerebral cortex is like jello. I keep thinking about Bill Cosby all day. It's like jello. This is why I couldn't think of the Excalibur. The Rosewood Grill, though, I remember, which is very unusual because that's the one I can never think of the name of. Do you ever eat there? No. Well, why not? Well, where is it? Much too expensive for you. It's down the street uh, a piece. It's like in the middle of the strip. Kind of like across from uh, Caesars and the Mirage in that area. Okay, no, I have Right on the other side. Rosewood Grill. Great. You walk in there, you say hi to your lobster. they got a huge tank, which is not that unusual, but, I mean, they got great lobsters. Pretty good steaks. Not as good as Ruth's Chris, though. There's two fabulous Ruth's Chris in Vegas. Two of them, not just one. Great. Where are they outstanding. Huh? Where are they at? Oh, there's one on, I don't know, remember where they were. There was on Flamingo, I think. Uh, look it up in the yellow pages when you go there, okay? Right. They're sensational. Okay. I'm telling you, man, the Ruth Chris here and the two out there in Vegas are heads and shoulders above that. I, I, it breaks my heart to say this, but the one in Fort Lauderdale's become, uh, they got to do some work. That experience I had there last time was, uh, it was weak. There were like four of us eating there. It was disappointing to all of us, even though I was paying. The best Italian restaurant, uh, no pizza joints, in Florida, in the state, is Molina. What is it? Mundi's 47? Get out of here. Where did that come from all of a sudden? Mundi's. It came from nowhere, 47. Runway 84, 26. Must be all the employees are voting. Il Molino, 23. Buca di Beppo, 22. The Roasted Pepper, 18. Carabas, 18. It's a shame. Macaroni Grill, 17. A shame. Now, ma- Macaroni Grill, I will say this to you. Their pasta dishes could use a little work. Their chicken and veal dishes are excellente. Molto bene. Mamma Mia is in Hollywood, 15. Uh, Matarano is 15. Donatello's in Tampa has got 15 votes in Tampa, no less. Cafe Bellasera a dozen. La Tabernetta has got 11. Everybody else, uh, small potatoes. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Little red one. Mark Solid. Miller for net zero. Take one. Listen up, babe. We got this net bupkis thing here. It makes dial-up look like a slot with Epstein bar scaling at Concagua and gravity boots. I mean... Yeah, Dennis, Dennis. Uh, not bad, but could you stick closer to the script? And the name of the service is net zero. 
Dennis Miller for Net Zero. Take two. If your 56K motor moves as fast as the final chapter of Emmanuel Kant's critique of pure reason, you might want to make the switch to Net Zilch. I understand. Yo, Dennis, Dennis. Uh, What's that? Right idea, but could you read the copy you have in front of you? And just as a reminder, it's Net Zero. Dennis Miller for Net Zero Take Three. The difference between Net Knob and Dial-Up is like the difference between instant coffee and that Patel Death March, otherwise known as the line at Starbucks. I mean, I don't want to get off on a rant here, but you got 50... Cut! I knew we should have gone with James Earl Jones. Oh, yeah, Jonesy. Loved him as Zog in Strange Love. <laughs> Twelve minutes till noon, and this is really great. Speaking of slime balls like Dennis Miller, uh, to a, uh, a Michael warrior, Michael motorcycle um, leaves the court the uh, limping, and so after nearly puking and pulling out a big lot of Kleenex and sobbing uh, hysterically at the table, line. he's basically stoned off his ass. Is what he is. How do you like that? Oh boy. Miguel Marquez in Santa Maria, California, with the latest on Michael Jackson and his condition. Thank you. Oh, yeah, and his condition. Thank you. And, like, uh, it's for real. Although we did say he looked uh, stoned off his ass, something like that. Here's a fact that says, my friends and I have enjoyed La Veranda Restaurant for many, many years. La Veranda, got it? You got it. It's located in Pompano, 2121 East Atlantic. Franco and Pietro have owned and run the restaurant for at least 20 years. Great food, really good service, moderate prices, really attractive. Uh, that Mundy's thing is pulling away, which either means it's a great place or it's, uh, we're getting freaked. P.S. The Excalibur blows chunks. I wouldn't take a cop there. Every family that wants to take their bratty kids to Vegas needs to stay there and leave the rest of us alone. My favorite places to gamble and hang are in no particular order. Rio Suites. That's the one I was trying to think of, but I can't think of anything today, even my own name. Uh, I've stayed there a couple of times, Rio Suites. It's like on Harmon Avenue. Remember Donnie Harmon Avenue? No. no. You've never seen... See, this business of... Have you ever been downtown? Well, what's, what's downtown? Like... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> See, when you have a rented car, you go way out in the mountains, you see all the new developments, the housing, you see the uh, the, the surrounding part of the city, which is incredible. Las Montañas. When you listen to me, okay. you drive downtown, which you don't want to gamble there, but at least I don't. But you, you see uh, all those places downtown, the Golden Nugget, all those uh, very famous places. You, you get around. And if you, you, now I will grant you this, if you're going to drive on the strip, then you're better off uh, just walking because you can't go anywhere. Exactly. But when you learn the back roads, like the roads that parallel the strip, it's a piece of cake. I mean, if, if I want to go from the MGM Grand to, say, Caesars or somewhere, for crying out loud, and maybe the weather isn't all that great, maybe it's raining one of those three days a year. Maybe it's one of those dust storms, who knows what, or maybe I'm just lazy. I don't want to feel like taking a cab. You drive down there, you do a little valet park, quick in and out, then you go to someplace else. Well, how many times have you been there? Who? You. Me? To Vegas. Oh, I would say... About 30, man! At least, probably more than that. Well, compared to two times? Right, exactly. But I'm trying to give him a little advice, and he's a hard-ass. Like, oh, no, I, we want to rent a car. Why not? Because <laughs> you'll really, get lost. Not really interested. Yeah, like, I, it's not like I know my way around Vegas. Like, I know Las Vegas Boulevard because... I you know, they... Let me, let me tell you something. I know this is going to come as a tremendous shock because somebody who just discovered body wash. <laughs> they have these amazing things. When you go to a new city, it's called Maps. Una mapa. Oh, oh, I don't want to boggle my head map. with that. I want to go just walk. You don't want to boggle your head looking at a map? Look, I want to like walk I up said, and down the street. Like and I go said, in. stick with the taxis, okay? Right. Man, don't want to boggle your mind with that. I mean, Vegas map. is a very... There's nothing complicated about driving in Vegas. The strip is like uh, north and south in the middle of everything, and everything runs off of there. Tropicana Avenue, and uh, everything runs off of it. Well, there you go. No, there you go. For the pool, Joe, John Hellendale beats says, Cafe Ragazzi in Surfside. You got it? Cafe Ragazzi. The children. There's one of my four words in Italiano. Ragazzi. Rio Suites. Oh, I forgot to read the rest of his list. Sam's Town, Santa Fe, Harris. 
Uh, Tropicana Poolside. The Tropicana, I, I either win a lot of money in there or I lose my ass. Nothing in between. They have what I call the rubber room in the Tropicana with the high, you know, the high uh, plane slots, two and five dollar machines. The rubber room. I've had some days really great in there and some days forget about it. Bally's, eh, Texas, and Boulder Pass. Samstown, now that's, I never uh, thought to go to Samstown. I thought all the old farts going on the bus to Samstown. I don't know. But don't judge until you know what you're talking about. You have learned one thing. You will not be going to the Excalibur, especially to eat. Did you ever go inside there? No. I don't. Don't. Oh, this thing about, Rand, I guess I'll get to it in the next hour. I'm just, I'm just Terry Shiboat out, you know? I, I mean, wouldn't. what are we supposed to be most psychotic about? Uh, steroids in baseball, Terry Shivo or Michael Jackson, huh? What about... All of these things. Yeah, I just don't have enough uh, emotion. Maybe that's why I'm off my feet today. I'm, I'm drained of emotion after all these traumatic things that are going on around us. Just bringing me down. WQAM, hello. Yeah, um, Terry Shivo is Italian. She said her favorite restaurant was... <laughs> <laughs> her name does end in a... Oh! Yeah, in a vowel. WQAM, hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. I want to thank you for changing my life. My wife went out and she bought me the body wash. I, I yeah. was a little embarrassed. I had to say to go get it oh, myself. Come on, butch up a little, Pally. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be a wuss. Well, it's, you know, they say they had that big poofy thing on there, you know, and, and you know, I'm... For, first I'm, of all, listen to me. I've bought probably, like, I don't know how many bottles of body wash over the last three, four years since I've been using it. I, I, I don't know where you guys are shopping, but I don't see big poofy things on any of the bottles that I buy. No, that well, might be the same call. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I'll ever uh, pick up another bar of soap or a drop of bar of soap again. Good. And uh, I got one for the bowl. Poplin Oak Park. Spaghetti dinner, baby. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. The price is right. Let's see. Rosewood Grill moved next door to the MGM about two years ago. Still great. How do you like that? I haven't been there in uh, two years, and I will never go back to Vegas. Not that I don't like it, but it just, uh, what's the point? It's too far. Unless you live in L.A. or something, just for me, uh, it's just too far. If I want to go and uh, lose my ass or plunge my guts out, I'll hop in a cab, cab, and go to Woodbine. Or when I'm in town, I'll, you know, once they get the uh, slots going, I'll uh, get in my car and I'll drive to Pompano Park. Or to Gulfstream, not. It says the problem with runway 84 is that they keep you waiting for your table for up to 45 minutes, even if you have reservations. Not me. I never waited. I bet you Mo doesn't wait there, right? Do, 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 do. In Sins of the Father, a book I uh, read, did you recommend it? Oh, that's right. That is correct. I mentioned that on the air. It says, I read that book, did you recommendation many years ago. They refer to runway 84 many times as the venue for high-level mob meetings. It's a great place. Yeah, well, I mean, that was back in the day. I'm certain that there, there are no mob meetings now there, are there? <laughs> of course not. There is no mafia. Yeah. No. But back in the day, that was, uh, and that was mentioned in the book by name. Anthony's Runway 84, it's a great place. You'll love the food. It's real Italian. I mean, the appetizers alone are so humongous that you really just, uh, you're tempted to overdo it. But Because uh, then by the time your entree comes, forget about it. 5670560. Is that Mundi still uh, piling up the votes, or was that just a one-shot? You may have to take that off of there. No, don't, don't do it yet, but aren't you a little bit suspicious about that? Very. Well, I mean, if that's their choice, I mean. Boy, you are. I don't know what happened to you over the weekend. There's just something... Uh, Something must have happened. Really uh, bizarre. Really traumatic. WQAM must have been the body wash. QAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Woody Graber, how you doing? Hey, Woody. How you doing? Man? I'm not <laughs> talking about Buffalo restaurants now, Woody. No, no, no. I was just in Vegas a couple months ago. I ate at the MGM Grand. Yeah. And there's a restaurant there called Knob Hill. Really? Oh. I've never heard of that. It was exquisite. It's one of the I've best. I've been at the Brown Derby in the MGM. That's a little overrated. Yeah, I, I didn't eat at that one. We stayed at the Luxor. It was really nice there. Oh, Oh, my God. The casino was great. Okay. I won a lot at roulette. You won a lot of money in Vegas. Is that what you're telling me? Well, a bit. <laughs> I 
I came out ahead, let's put it that way. Okay, well, that's a miracle. Yes, totally a miracle. And as far as your your, your poll today, uh, both Randazzo's and Fancy's, I mean, I couldn't choose between the two. They're excellent. Randazzo's is where? Randazzo's Little Italy in Coral Gables. Oh, and what's the other one that's not on our poll yet? Yeah, it's on Fancy's is on your poll. Fancy's? Fancy's. What is this man saying? Fancy's. Oh, Fancy's, Fancy's. Yeah. You sound like you got a speech defect now, Woody. <laughs> All those years in the ponytail not. are finally getting, the ponytail's getting to you. Yeah, sort of. You fairy. Have a great day, Woody. <laughs> you too, Neil. See you in Buffalo. Right. See you in Buffalo for those three great days of weather they have in the middle of July. What a toilet, man. What a pit. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. Well, Moody's has got 50, and uh, Runway 84 has got... About 30, man. Here's line 9, QAM, hello. Terraza at Caesars. That's a good one. It is? In my opinion. <laughs> that's, no, that's not the one where they have the big, um, the well, big pig out. Huh? That, I think that's the only one that's open now. The only no. Italian one. No, get out of here. There's, there's one. Crazy, maybe. No, no, there, there's, there's got to be two. There's that banging something, which is like American. There's the 808. Well, there used to be a place in there where they had I never ate there, but this big, gigantic uh, six-course feast, Italian feast. I don't know what the hell it was called. Somebody will know. All right. Have a good day, sir. You too. Yeah, Caesars is okay. Just don't gamble there. They don't have a lot of slot machines in Caesars, which, again, of course, Josh don't want any part of that anyway. He's a real man. He plays uh, craps. I mean, I'm not a big gambler, period. Like. Now, of course not. Not with the kind of money you're making. How can you afford to be a big gambler? <laughs> you go out there to soak up the ambience, to get on a roller coaster, to have some fun, to act like a child. You know, I will say that I, I both times that I went, though, I, I won. You know, I did well. Yeah. Oh, hey, listen, I'm the only person that goes to Vegas and loses. That I'm just a born loser, no question about it. Everybody I talk to, today, the first time that Hank ever admitted he had a bad weekend, he lost his ass. And probably it was because he ate those bad... I had a hammer. I had a hammer in the morning. <laughs> Hank Goldberg. Sports Radio 560, WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. To relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Three at five sixty WQAM. Hey, thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. Oh! The average price of a gallon of self-serve regular gasoline shot up nearly thirteen cents over the past two weeks to a record, an all-time record, almost as high as Michael Jackson is right now, two dollars and ten cents. The price exceeds the previous high of two oh seven, which was set last May twenty-one. Over the past month, crude oil prices rose twenty cents a gallon versus a nineteen cent rise at the pump. Even if the price of crude doesn't rise further, prices at the pump may continue to climb because of required seasonal reformulations. 
meaning as we get closer to like uh, the 4th of July and Memorial Day and all these uh, you know, heavy driving holidays, they're going to rape the American public. Let's see. At 191 a gallon, lowest price is in Newark, New Jersey, even though the state doesn't allow self-service pumps. At 234 a gallon, Honolulu drivers paid the most. That's for regular. Houston, 198. Atlanta, 201. Denver, 204. Boston, 204. Chicago, 222. And San Francisco, 231, eh? For unleaded regular, self-serve. Thank you, Mr. President, for those low gas prices and for all this other brilliant crap you're unloading on us and for all those dead the soldiers and all those dead Iraqis. Fine job. Mondays must be a joke. It says it's oh, Mark in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs? Isn't that what this says? That's what it says. Well, anyway, he says, uh, the worst food I've ever had in my life. Well, yeah, all of a sudden, it went from nowhere to 50. I'm not really sure if we ought to leave that on there. Just uh, what are we going to do about that? It's got to be a joke. You think? I think so. Well, well, we'll wait. We'll wait. Maybe some other faxes will come in or some calls if I've ever taken any. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Lines. WQAM, hello. Is that what this is? Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, let's turn down my radio. A uh, couple things. First of all, I went to Le Tavern out a couple weeks ago. Outstanding. Of the it is. Days. I'm glad they're still around. One of the best. But I've been trying to reach you for a couple weeks uh, when we were on the Arby's topic. I uh, went into the Arby's corporate building over there on Cypress Creek. And as I, as I was taking the elevator down, we stopped at the Arby's floor, and some guy in a suit got on. And I said, oh, I had lunch at Arby's yesterday. Uh, and he said, really, what you have? And I told him, and I said, they have potato cakes. He goes, well, there's a move afoot here to get rid of the potato cakes. And I told him, if I ever go in Arby's again and there's no potato cakes, it'll be the last time. Now, see, see, they have this problem there. That, and I've been saying this for years. They'll have a special sandwich, and they'll say, oh, for a limited time. And Wendy's does the same thing. Right. For a limited time only, and then you'll, it'll be the greatest thing they ever had. And then, like, a month later, you go back to get another one. It's not there. So that would, be, that would be typical for them. That would not be a surprise to me. Have a good one, Neil. You too, thanks. Bye. How do you like that? Just when Josh was getting them potato cakes. Damn. You didn't have them, right? I did. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing in the world, but it's it's pretty good. It's better than just getting them damn fries. No, I personally would take the fries over them, but I like the Jamocha Shake a lot. Jamocha Shake is no debate. And I'll say it again. The best, uh, next to the Jamocha Shake at Arby's, the best shakes are at Steak and Shake. Forget the burgers. They're all falling apart like mushy now. Yes. Very sad. WQAM, hello. Medicaid tap. WQAM, hello. Okay, well, that's two good ones in a row. WQAM, hello. Neil, the name of the restaurant at Caesars where you had puked your puppet out was the Bacchanal. Bacchanal, that's right. It was like a, uh, uh, that's right, 85 course meal. Uh, it was ridiculous. Is it not there anymore? I don't know. It's been a couple of years since I've been out. Okay, thanks a lot, Pat. That was the name. That was, that was, I never ate there, but I had talked to many friends who ate there and said it was just a nonstop, about a three-hour feast, just pigging out, completely just, uh, you know, have to make a couple of pit stops in between. Five six seven oh five sixty. So um, I, you know, if we don't hear any more about Mundi's, that may just uh, disappear, vanish off into the uh, off into thin air. I have my doubts. WQAM, hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. We reached two twenty three a gallon here in Miami Dade. All right. All right. Well, thanks, Mr. President. For those low gas prices. There you go. You're welcome. Take care, Neil. Okay. I think walking would be good. Good exercise for all of us big fat folks. I do more walking here in one day than I would there in a year. How do you like that? Where are you going to walk there? Where are you going to walk here, exactly? From in my When I'm there, I walk from my living room into my uh, garage, into my Corvette. I drive to work. I drive. I walk from the parking lot up into the building, and then I walk down, and I get in the elevator. I don't even walk down any stairs. Get in the elevator, get in my car, and go back home, in the garage, into the house. Where are you going to walk? 
where I live, there are most of the area. There are not even any sidewalks. No sidewalk. No, in the acres, there's no sidewalks out there. Really? No. Schindler spokesman Randall Terry, the anti-abortion activist best known for founding Operation Rescue, headed to Tallahassee with a small convoy last night to begin ratcheting up pressure on lawmakers and Governor Jeb, fat-ass Governor Jeb Bush. His first stop was the governor's mansion for a 9 p.m. candlelight vigil. Participants wanted the governor to come to Pinellas Park and see Terry Schiavo interact with her mother for himself. Yeah, what was that thing about she's in a hospital in Miami in that one story? Since when? <coughs> she's in Pinellas Park, you idiots. Randall Terry, by the way, in case there's anybody. Now, this, this story, and there were hundreds of them on there, uh, November 24th, 2003. This goes to show you how long, a year and a half, he's been involved in this thing. The Christian right jumps into Terry Schiavo for a, as Randall Terry resurfaces is the headline. It says the so-called Terry's Law, signed by fat-ass Governor Jeb Bush October 21, might better be named Terry's Law in honor of rabid anti-abortionist Randall Terry, who played a key role in mobilizing Christian fundamentalists to pressure Jeb and the Florida legislature to intervene in the heart-wrenching case of Terry Schiavo. The case of a 39-year-old Schiavo, who's been a persist in a persistent vegetative state for 13 years, now 15, raises emotionally difficult issues. But participants in the so-called right-to-life movement have little use for complexity, nuance, and discussion. Flush with victory on various anti-abortion fronts, the movement has seized on the Schiavo case to rally the troops and push the view that this is just one more example of secular liberals and Democrats promoting a culture of death, as opposed to when you shoot an abortion doctor, that's, you know, a culture of life. That's okay. And Randall Terry, founder of Operation Rescue, pioneer in aggressive harassment of women seeking abortions, and advocate of a Christian-based nation, is in the thick of it. National media have generally acknowledged that religious conservatives played a key role in pressuring the Florida legislature to jump into the Shibo case, but few have publicized the central role of Terry. No less an authority than Bob Schindler, Shibo's father, has acknowledged Terry's crucial support. Our family asked Randall Terry to come, and we gave him carte blanche to put Terry's fight in front of the American people, Schindler said. He did exactly what we asked and more. Randall organized vigils and protests. He coordinated the media. He helped us meet with Governor Fattass, Governor Bush. Terry was a leader in the anti-abortion movement's campaign in the 80s and early 90s to put clinics out of business through intimidation, harassment, and violence. In a 1995 speech, for example, Terry reportedly said of doctors who perform abortions, when I or people like me are running the country, you'd better flee because we'll find you, we will try you, and we will execute you. How do you like that? Following an anti-racketeering lawsuit by the National Organization for Women, he agreed in 98 to a permanent injunction against any future actions against abortion clinics. But he's back. He resurfaced last summer in Ponte Verde Beach in northern Florida and formed a new organization, the Society for Truth and Justice. His first campaign was against the U.S. Supreme Court's 6-3 decision striking down anti-sodomy laws, and he launched an Impeach the Twisted Six campaign with a rally in Jacksonville August 9. This is 90 in 2003. Turnout was low, but then the Shibo case came along and a ready-made platform for Terry's demagoguery. Regardless of how the courts rule in the Shibo case, Terry has warned that the anti-abortion movement will continue its campaign. Life is life, he said. But in an era of increasingly sophisticated medical technology, such slogans do little answer complicated questions. Randall Terry, invited by the Schindlers to come on down and help them out. What does that tell you? I, and they keep putting the brother on there over and over. You know, Robert Schindler? Yeah. Over and over again. And he talks about how vibrant Terry is, and she smiles, and she laughs, and she sings a few songs, and she gives up, gives up and starts to dance to the show tunes. She's doing it, baby. She ain't no vegetable. She's a living, vibrant, real person with all kinds of feelings and emotions, and uh, she's all P.O.'d and pissed off. And get that tube back in or else. Mondays has still got 50. What do you think? Do we get any more faxes, any more anything? Well, I'll wait till 1 o'clock, and then we'll, we'll, have the, we'll have the ruling at 1 o'clock on that, the judge's uh, hearing at 3 o'clock on Terry. 
Michael Jackson, by the way, uh, wandered out. He, he like they had to drag him out of there. Yeah, he he's stoned. He's puking. He's stoned. He's crying. He's coming unglued. What does that tell you? Is that not the behavior of an innocent man? For sure. I think so. Maybe he had too much Jesus juice this morning. 1213 at 560 WQM when you shop for quality footwear. There are a lot of stores out there that you can go to by mistake. Believe you me, you only want to go to one because it's the best all the way around. Brandy's in Pompano Beach. At Brandy's, you'll find the biggest selection of quality name brand men's and women's shoes, the best personal friendly service to make sure you get a perfect fit, and the best prices in town all the time. At Brandy's, all the top names in the shoe business are waiting for you, like Rockport's, Florsheim, SAS, Sperry, Timberland Naturalized, and all the others. Brandy's is open every day of the week, too. They're open Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m., Sundays 10 to 5. And Brandy's has been go great, uh, going great in that same location for years and years now, 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. And this week is especially a great time to buy Sebago shoes at Brandy's. Get extra big savings on select men's and women's styles. So be sure to get into Brandy's this week or do your shoe shopping right online at brandyshoes.com. From 18 at 560 WQA, and we do like food a lot. We got an eaten crowd, man. They're not interested in diets, they're not interested in losing weight, they're not interested in living to 120. We just want to manja manja, baby. Now, Michael Jackson's back in court, and trial is underway again. Oh! Let's hear it. He made a quick recovery. The uh, term they used was he appeared to be heavily sedated. Mm. <laughs> heavily sedated when he came uh, wandering in, when they had to, like, uh, practically lift him off the ground. And uh, held a Kleenex up to his uh, face and started sobbing hysterically, and then jumped up from the uh, chair and uh, held uh, more crap to his mouth like he was about to puke his guts out. And had to go out for a while. But now they've escorted him back in, and the trial is underway again. The uh, Great American Circus. It never, speaking of Excalibur and Circus Circus, it's the Great American Circus. Oh. It's called the courtroom. Lisa says, just to let you know that Mundy's is a real restaurant. I know that. She said, I loved it when I was in Hollywood, when it was in Hollywood. So all your votes for them are probably uh, loyal customers that just happen to listen to your show. Well, thanks, Lisa. What do you think? You think it's uh, the Emmas? It might just be that good. It might just be fantastic. If it were, though, I think we'd be getting a lot more of uh, something. But we'll believe it. It's in first place. Uh, it's off to the races. Uh, Mundi's. Okay, Best Italian point. restaurant, somebody says, from Memphis, they're faxing. Nunzio's in Miami on Bird Road, 115th Avenue. Nunzio's. What the hell is that Italian restaurant? Oh, that's right. Changed the name a million times. It used to be Nick's, and then it was some, not Nick's, something else. Pembroke Pines in that strip shopping mall over there. You know what it is? Not my neck of the woods. Somebody will know. Oh, and by the way, Lavanda. Bad spelling again, John. Oh, La Veranda, not La Lavanda. God. La Veranda. It says, I don't want to vote for the wrong joint. Not Lavanda. Where'd you get Lavanda from? I don't know. I thought I looked it up. Uh... Lavanda Holyfield? <laughs> La Veranda, baby. La Veranda. Let's go out and eat on La Veranda, not on Lavanda. 
And that says some of Caesar's restaurants, Nero's, Terrazza, Well, they're called Lavanda, too. I thought that's what you said. I, I don't know. Maybe it is Lavanda. And you know what? I don't care. I care about as much about that as I care about Michael Jackson, Terry Schiavo, and roids in baseball. Steroids, hemorrhoids, asteroids. I just don't care. The Bacchanal is the place that got called in. Yeah, that was like a feast. You had to like make a reservation for like three hours. Like a Roman uh, food orgy. But maybe it's not there no more. I don't know. I have no idea because I haven't been there in at least uh, two, three years. And I'm not going back, like I said. And then not a knock on Vegas. I'm just burnt out on it. And I have no reason to go way the hell out there in the desert. It's just too far. You ever go to the, uh, the huge buffet in the MGM? I don't do buffets. At all? Very rarely. Well, they got really good food there, actually. Yeah, if you want to stand in line for about two hours, it's great. No, seriously, it's not, it's not that bad. You didn't have to stand in line a long time? No, I went up, paid my 25 or whatever it is, and went to town. Well, I'll tell you where I've gone to the um, uh, buffet many times, and as soon as I can think of the Stardust. Okay. Pretty good. In fact, the Stardust has got a fantastic steakhouse in there, which I've never eaten there, so I don't know what the name of it is, and they got some damn good rice. Stardust, uh, once upon a time, was pretty damn good, and I want some money there, too, so I guess I liked it. Stardust and Tropicana are the two places where I used to win pretty regular. And MGM, as much as I love it there. Now, MGM did have probably one of the first, a lot of Wheel of Fortunes. Lost my ass. But nevertheless, uh, who doesn't like Wheel of Fortune? Okay. And the Tropicana. Tropicana's got Wheel of Fortune. And let me just give you a little, a little key. If you go to Vegas, a little clue. Mm -hmm. there, there's like a, a big round circular uh, thing that they have with the Wheel of Fortunes, dollar ones. And if you see there's nobody sitting there, uh, don't go there. Because evidently the player, I don't know how they could be that smart, but the players around it, when they, you can sit there for, for about two hours and feed in there, you're going to get nothing. You're not going to get a spin. Because they're, like in most casinos, they're on timers between the, the warm cycle, the lukewarm, the, the uh, Terry Schiavo cycle. Yeah, well, that's right. When you see her picture come on there, it's not a good sign. That means do not put any more money in here because it's dead as a doornail. Just a little hint when you go to uh, Tropicana. You ever go to Tropicana? Yeah, I stayed there. Don't you like the uh, the macaws? They still do that where they have the big birds, the parrots. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have that. Yeah, when you walk in uh, from across the bridge from the MGM, there's all those big. Are they parrots or macaws? I think they're parrots. I don't know. Well, you better find out, Mister. Get with it. It's a little old and on the tacky side. The yeah, to be honest with you, I didn't really spend much time in there. But either. no, but it, but it's a, it's a, it's a neat place. It's a must check it out kind of place. Right. It's not new and glitzy like because the, there's so many other ones now. Exactly. But you, really, when you go there in May, you should check out Paris. Yeah, I will. I will. Excellent restaurants, and most importantly, when you walk in, it's the like you feel like you're outdoors because it's got the fake sky and then and, and like grass and like you know you know real grass, green grass, not the kind you're looking for. Maybe that too. Hey, I'll find but it. But it's like an outdoor environment. It's really uh, very bizarre. And and there's a section in that area where all those restaurants are that also have slot machines. So it's almost like you feel you're playing slots outside. You know what I mean? Very unusual. Paris is really beautiful. Anyway, here's Anne who used to send me subs with the hot peppers from Gerber's. Oh, yeah, Gerber's. Boy, that's a long time ago. That's 100 years ago. Ann Gerber. How you doing, Ann? Cafe Bella Sera is one of the best Italian restaurants. The food is unreal. Tried to vote online, but was not able to. For whatever reason, she probably got AOL. Hope you remember my subs. No longer have the story. Yes, I do. Thank you, Ann. From Gerber's. Gerber's. Well, that's back in my Pembroke Pines day. Pembroke Lake. Let's see. Jerry Benita Springs says. Now, see, that's why I didn't limit it to South Florida, Jerry. I made it the entire state. Because let's face it, there are some, especially in Tampa, there are some damn good restaurants around the state. Mostly in Tampa. Jerry says, I don't normally get to vote on your best restaurants because you're limited to South Florida. Since you opened this up to the entire state, I'd like to suggest Nona Maria's in North Naples. Napoli. What could be more Italian than Napoli, right? Although the Beasleys are over there. I wonder if Joyce eats at Nona Maria's. 
It's a fine Italian restaurant with an extensive menu, the Tenth of Palette. Also, I'm curious to see how many votes you'll get from the Southwest Florida area. It'll probably be two, including mine. Can't discuss Terry Schiavo yet. I stayed up and watched the arguments on C-SPAN last night. I'm still ill. Oh, Jerry, get a life, would you please? I have no Don't life. Don't and watch that crap, please. Don't get sucked into that cock please, Jerry. You got Nana Maria? Sure. Oh, you see, we got a celebrity death. Well, not really a celebrity so much as a well-known, uh, he was a celebrity. You see who died? No, who's that? John Z. DeLorean. Who? Did he make the DeLorean? You know, last Monday before the show, for about two or three minutes, I felt like I just wanted to give up. And right now, I feel the same way. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got two two punks there. Anything that happened before 1990, neither one of them has got a clue what the hell it's all about. 1980, come on. 1990. John Z., you never heard of the DeLorean? You never saw it with the nifty uh, doors that opened straight up into the air? Right. Well, that's what I said. That's him. Okay. So we guessed right. The innovative automaker who left a promising career in Detroit to develop the short-lived Gullwing sports car featured as a souped-up time travel machine in the Back to the Future movies. He died. He was 80. Oh, he was in Newark, New Jersey. Well, oh, no, actually in Summit, New Jersey. He died late uh, Saturday in Overlook Hospital. Complications from a recent stroke, said Paul Cannell, an owner of A.J. Desmond and Sons Funeral Directors in Rural Oak, Michigan, which was handling arrangements. Obviously, we're deeply sad by the passing of an incredible, talented car person and loving family member, said his nephew, Mark DeLorean. He was among a handful of U.S. entrepreneurs who dared start a car company in the last 75 years. Nearly all of them faded away, but his crashed spectacularly among drug charges. A Detroit native, DeLorean broke the mold of staid Midwestern auto executives by going to Hollywood and pushed General Motors Corporation to offer uh, smaller models. While at GM, he created what some consider the first muscle car in 64 by cramming a V8 engine into a Pontiac Tempest and calling it the GT. Oh! Fondly dubbed the GOAT by auto enthusiasts. Uh, little GTO, who did that song? Little GTO, no, 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 no. come to me, I'll look it up. I bet you Book O'Brien knows. Somebody and the somethings. DeLorean was rising if unconventional executive at GM, who many believe was destined for its presidency before it quit in 73, to launch the DeLorean Motor Car Company in Northern Ireland. Eight years later, the DeLorean DMC-12 hit the streets. Its hallmarks, such as an unpainted stainless steel skin and gullwing doors, have been ignored by mainstream automakers. The angular design, however, earned it a cult following, and the car was time-traveling vehicle for Michael J. Fox in the popular Back to the Future films in the late 80s. John DeLorean, dead as a doornail. No, wait a minute. Sorry. Don't get sucked into that. I don't believe it. I didn't play that, okay? Okay. Well, I didn't do the spot yet. Well, I was so excited about Terry Schiavo still being alive and vibrant and dancing Kazowski's in the hallway in Pinellas Park. Aren't you excited about it? Yeah, I can see how you got carried away. Yeah. Hey, even after all this time, some people still are a little bit afraid to buy their bedding over the phone because, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a major purchase. But when you call 1-800-MATTRESS, the number for dollar mattress, you'll find out they've got the most liberal exchange policy. So there's absolutely no risk. 1-800-MATTRESS has got more repeat customers than anybody else in the industry. So once you try it, I guarantee, I'll bet you Josh Cordes' life on it, you'll never go back to a showroom again. You'll get no nonsense, no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, just factory direct prices on the best brands you know and trust. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be calling the company ranked the best in the world in customer satisfaction, too. What could possibly not be to like? They carry Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Foster Hewitt. And now Dollar Mattress even offers you no payments or interest till 2006. So if you want to do the smart thing, do like Miguel has done and yours truly and George and even Mo and Fat Boy and lots of other folks at QM and a lot of other smart people out there in our listening audience, make that one easy call, 1-800-MATTRESS, that's all it takes. Call them right now or log on to their website, mattress.com, for the best sleep you've ever had in your life. The easiest, the smartest way to buy you a mattress, one simple phone call, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. And like I started to say, Ronnie and the Daytonas, by the way. Thank you. 
For most of his life, Michael Jackson has been sexually molesting a 13-year-old boy. Tonight, Michael Jackson speaks out for the first time about his arrest, his accuser, and the charges that have, for the moment, made his life a shambles. You molested this boy. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. How would you characterize your relationship with this boy? He's totally for sex. And Jackson says there was more. This is one of many. D thousands of children. But I have power over children. In a moment, Michael Jackson tells us why he still believes it's appropriate to have children sleep in his bed. Do you still think that it's acceptable to share your bed with children? If you're going to be a pedophile, sure, of course, why not? More of Michael Jackson's story. I have a sick mind, yeah. When we return. 1233-2701, uh, heavily sedated Michael Jackson, uh, the uh, proceedings are underway again. The trial is back. Uh, he just had a little, uh, you know, a little off his feet. Maybe he had some bad chimp over the weekend. He was a little behind. A little in the one? A little behind. Now, this fax that you just sent me, Miguel, don't read uh, what it says on there. Uh, no pizza joints, okay? And uh, the, yeah, fact that, the fact that they mentioned this, I mean, this has got to be somebody with the most goyish <laughs> taste. Oh, I'm not, oh. You know, you know what I did? You're what? not paying much attention to that log, mister. You know, Josh is also a little off his feet today because he's using too much body wash. I can't tell you where he's putting it. But uh, I didn't do the Pompano Park spot. What right. time was that logged? Pompano Park. Huh? That would be at 11.42. Oh, is that tonight? <laughs> well, it's not going to be 11.42 this morning again anytime soon. What did I do in there? Did I do a spot in there? Did I do anything? I don't remember. I don't either. That's why I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Or the well, I don't know. Do Look, anything. I got to. Can I tell you why I'm off my feet today? And I'll be honest about it. I, I know I am. That's why my memory is so bad. I ate ice cream yesterday. Oh. Do you want me to tell you how much I ate? Oh, oh no. Uh, after the spot, I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you brace yourself for the okay. shock. And I have no idea why, because it wasn't even good. It was crap. What kind of treat? Cadbury um, uh, Crispy Crunch. You know, they have these candy ice creams. What have I told you about candy ice creams? They're all bad, or at least uh, except for score. Well, what the hell so, is that, though? Like, well, what? Crispy Crunch is a Canadian candy bar. One thing about the candy here, man, which is unfortunate, candy here is uh, heads and shoulders over in the U.S. I don't know why. It's better? No, much better. You ever heard of Crispy Crunch? No. And Crunchy? Oh, Crunchy. Crunchy's got like that honeycomb inside the chocolate. You know, oh, brother. In fact, when you take the first bite, Jimmy Rogers starts singing, Honeycomb. Remember Jimmy Rogers? He's also like Terry Shavell, almost. I'll tell you after the spot, okay? Something for you to like, uh, get excited and whipped up into a friend. And start, oh, you pig! You know. Hey, all you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Poker is all the gambling action you want. Just a half mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike, Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking every day. Live harness racing in the poker room open tonight, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker starts at noon. It's going on right now. It goes on until midnight. And live racing gets underway nightly at 725, including tonight. Make sure to bring the kids out to Pompano Park this Saturday, March 26th, for the annual Easter egg hunt. 3,000 eggs will be up for grabs, many filled with special prize coupons. Free many horse rides in Easter Bunny will be leading the Easter egg hunt. The egg hunt is free to all kids age 10 and under in different age categories. Here's the countdown again. Just 15 days or less until the next free spaghetti dinner night at Pompano Park, Monday, April the 4th. Oh, that's incredible. I think I might just be there. You never know. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current racing schedule, call 954-972-2000 or go on the Wicked Web at pompanopark.com. Pompano Park, horsepower you can plunge your guts on. In fact, when you go to Pompano Park, maybe Wally Hennessy will tell you about all the eggs he's laid there. 
12.36. Okay, I guess I have to. Now, there's an expression, take me to your leader. That, yeah. That's what I ate. Oh, nice. Oh, my, oh my God. Well, you know how you know how much a leader is. Now, like, did, did you throw it in for, like, 67 seconds in the mic and you just... No, 80, 89, because it's a bigger quantity. 89 seconds? Right. A leader like, is like a... That seems like such a long time to me. A leader is more than a quart. Right. Right? A little bit more than a quart. In fact, they sell gas here about... Huh? Which is a lot. No kidding. I ate the whole thing. So I'm a little off my feed today. My blood sugar is a little bit high. Not really disaster high, but it's high. That's how it goes. <laughs> and I'm incoherent. I, look, it's just one of those things. I'm a pig. I'm an ice cream addict. I'm no Kirstie Alley. <laughs> Cookie dough. I didn't... Huh? Close. No, I'm... Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> That's what you think. I, I guarantee you, she could eat a tub. You know, one of those family-sized tubs. One of those tubs of ice cream. You know when you go like to Bastard Robbins or one of those places, and they have the big tubs that they scoop the ice cream out of? Like she could a, eat the whole tub. Like a keg of cookie dough. Right, exactly. Just like that. Angelina's in Brandon, Florida, somebody says. Rob says, a great privately-owned small Italian restaurant, Highway 60. Brandon. Sinatra on the uh, stereo, family-owned. The staff speaks only required English. Not quick, but worth the wait. Homemade desserts, awesome gnocchi. I hate gnocchi. But anyway, if you like it, they got awesome gnocchi. 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 Ever have gnocchi? I think so. It's like, it's like uh, potato pasta. It's crap. But anyway, Angelina's in Brandon. So we'll put that on there. I'm sure we got like lots of people over there. About 30, man. Huh? What do you think? That's where I live. You lived in Brandon? I did. Oh, no wonder. That explains a lot. That explains to me why you think New York, New York is the, is the best hotel and uh, the best casino in Vegas. I'm just, I'm just saying. If if you like it, enjoy. Are you staying there again this time? I, I've never stayed there. I just think that it's, it's everything. Well, where, where did you stay? I've stayed at the MGM, the Tropicana, and Monte Carlo. And what, what was your complaint with the MGM? What's not to like? I, there? I love the MGM. I think it's a great hotel and casino. Right. I just think the activities, everything to do in the New York, New York, is great. It's uh, tacky, tacky. That's the only word I can think of. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Okay. But you like tacky. You like your roller coaster rides. You like, you know, in fact, I'll tell you, stop into Circus Circus. You'll, like, you'll love it. It's no, for little kids. I'm good. Or people who think like little kids. People who are very uh, close to their childhood. WQAM, hello. Hi. I have um, something for your poll. Okay. I think the best Italian restaurant is Cafe Margarita's, but I like the Italian food at Lefty's Tavern and Grill, even though it's not an Italian restaurant. Okay. And that's it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What'd she say? Five six seven oh five. I got it. Five six seven oh five sixty. If you joined us late, we're doing food this week. We don't want to get onto the Terry Schiavo polls, and we don't want to. We're getting off that steroid crap. Okay, let's get off the roids. What do you say? Huh? Enough of the roids already. Enough of this grandstanding for the public. Enough of these congressional hearings. Let me say it again. The public, if there's any, any emotion you ought to feel, it's a absolute anger, outrage, and psychosis that your Congress and your president are wasting their time on this crap. But all the other things that are going on, $2 plus for a gallon of gas. you got murder and bloodshed in Baghdad every day. you got all kinds of crap going on, all kinds of corruption. we got people without health care who are dying every day, living and breathing people who can't afford their prescription medication because they're getting raped and ripped off by the uh, companies that the FDA is allowing to poison the public. All of these things. And they're worried about this vegetable, somebody who's living in a vegetative state. I'll be honest with you. I think there's 17 million people living in that vegetative state. Isn't that the population of Florida now, 17 million? Something like that. Staggering. Scary. And when I come back to town, a lot of you were getting weeded out.
Throw his ass in jail is what I say. Spread him and say cheese. That too. And now the League of Retarded Citizens will perform their rendition of Green Onions. Don't make fun. They work very hard for this. Twelve forty six at five sixty WQM. We got Mo Howard David coming along at the two. Mad Dog at four. Yoli at Greyhound at do- Hollywood uh, Dog Track. Whatever the Hollywood Gay Track. It's coming along at 780K at 10 tonight. Uh, Rogers Cadenhead writes on a uh, website called Workbench. Uh-huh. Free Terry Schiavo. Oh, that's right. I shouldn't read because Miguel will get really bent out of shape. Well, he's thinking about me eating that liter of uh, Cadbury uh, Crispy Crunch Rice. It was crap. And because of the fact that it was so tasteless, I had to, like, uh, smear sh- a little uh, Hershey syrup in there, too. That's why you needed the whole liter. It was tasteless. Yeah, right, exactly. Trying to get a little satisfaction out of it. Trying to get that serotonin going, man. Right. I'd have been better off to go out and buy one crispy crunch candy bar. It would have been a hell of a lot better. That's why I'm off my feet. I'll be very honest with you. So what was the name of that? Uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh. Anyway, he says, free Terry Schiavo. Terry Schiavo's brain no longer has a cerebral cortex. She will never again talk, experience a thought, or feel an emotion. The best her parents can hope for is that she'll occasionally mimic lifelike responses because of involuntary brainstem activity. Oh, is he picking on Cochula again? No act of Congress will change this. All the Republicans and the religious right are accomplishing with this barbaric grandstanding is to prolong her family's suffering. Michael Schiavo fought for years to find a cure for his wife. He even went back to college to become a nurse so he could better care for her. He wrote in 2003, I never wanted Terry to die. I still don't. After more than seven years of desperately searching for a cure for Terry, the death of my own mother helped me realize I was fooling myself. More important, I was hiding behind my hope and selfishly ignoring Terry's wishes. I wanted my wife to be with me so much that I denied her true condition. Terry told me on several occasions before this happened that she wouldn't want to live in her current condition. If we had been older, I'm sure she would have signed a living will, making it clear she did not want to be kept alive on tubes and machines. She never had the chance. That left me to carry out her wishes. It's been hard. In fact, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. In the end, I did what I believe Terry would have wanted me to. Is there a single person among the parade of ghouls exploiting this tragedy who would wish to be kept alive in Terry's condition? Someone should ask Tom DeLay and other politicians if they have living wills. Medical science gets better every day at keeping people alive in conditions no one would ever choose to experience. The right to opt out of life-prolonging treatments is exercised every day in this country. For example, my grandfather died at home at the age of 90 after a slow decline from Alzheimer's disease. He died in his own familiar bed surrounded by people who loved him. He was not in pain. His breathing slowed and slowed and finally stopped. If it is killing to refuse life-preserving medical treatment, then my grandmother murdered my grandfather when she failed to call the paramedics. The others present at his death were accessories to murder. But who would have benefited had my grandfather been forced to squeeze out a few extra days in an intensive care unit on a respirator, confused and disoriented? In what way would that have furthered the culture of life? We should all be as lucky as Terry Schiavo has been to have a spouse who would fight so hard for our right to die in such circumstances. The easiest thing in the world would be for Michael Schiavo to give up, raise the young children he has with another woman, and let Terry continue to linger hopelessly between life and death. The only good thing to come from this sickening spectacle is that thousands of people, myself included, will be rushing to draft living wills. Sums it up pretty well, eh? 
And the good part of it is, at least according to those ABC polls, is the over, overwhelming majority of people, regardless of their politics, uh, they're, they're seeing through all of this crap. Nobody's getting fooled. The only people who are buying into it are the ones who uh, believe the same crap anyway. The Randall Terrys of the world. People who are at best. And by the way, your son, Terry? You fairy. Randall, whatever your name is. Five six seven oh five sixty. We're looking for the best Italian restaurant in the state of Florida. No pizza parlors. We'll do that on uh, some other day. Mundi's fifty three. It's kind of like slowed down though. You notice that it had like a big flurry there for a while. Well, they're you know They went to go eat now. Oh, they're eating lunch. Right. Four hundred and fifty six votes total. Mundi's has fifty three, which I don't know. Bucca di Beppo forty two. What the hell is Bucca di Beppo? I've heard of that many many times. Do you know where there's a Bucca di Beppo? I think it's a shame. They've been on our station before. Well, that's good. Then we like them a lot. Although we have some people been on it, well, Cafe Bellasada, 41, Runway 84, 38, Carabas, 31, Sashane, El Molino, 31, The Roasted Pepper, 29, Macaroni Grill, 29, is a shame. It's good. It's okay. I just don't like that guy that uh, gets up and does that little black sambo routine. Uh, Matarano is 26. Mamma Mia is in Hollywood, 23. Donatello's in Tampa has got 19. Aren't you impressed by that? Oh, sure. Now, you think that some of those are coming from people over there who uh, listen online, or you think that's people like yours truly who've been over there a few times and eaten and enjoyed their great food, or both? Probably online. La Tabernetta, 17, Cafe D'Angelo, Casa D'Angelo, 13, Capriccio's, 12. That's where Defoe eats. It's the great Ristorantis. Randazzo's Little Italy, 9. Fancy, 7. Cafe Prima Pasta, 7. Flavors of Italy, 7. Vignetto's, 6. La Veranda, 4. Oh, I thought that was uh, La Vignetta. Nona's Kitchen, four. Rosanella's, three. Uh, no, Fulvio's, not Fulvio's, you fool. Look what he put for Fulvio's. F-O-O-L, as in Pasta Fagiulio. Hey, that's Italian. Oh, my God. You don't know you're Italian, mister. The Italian Coolio. Holy cow. Fulvio, F-U-L-V-I-O. You see, I stopped spelling a lot of these because you, you bitched me out for, like, uh, giving you spelling lessons. And then you put Fulvio's. You make this look like some kind of a Fulvio. Anyway, Fulvio 2, which I'm sure that'll be correct at any moment. F-U-L-V-I-O, Fulvio, got it, not Fulio, although I do like the sound of it. Bambino 2, Angelina's 1, uh, Nana Maria 1, Cafe Ragazzi's got one. Oh, what else? And uh, Spe Specchio's got one out of 465 votes. Well, at least everybody's got one, unlike Gene Vincent. The Mundi thing, I'm a little bit, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm buying it. I never heard of it, did you? No. I mean, there's a lot of good places we never heard of, but here's a fax from Debbie who says... She says DD for those in the know. Okay, Debbie. Uh, let's see. Mundi's is the best Italian restaurant in Florida. See that? I told you it's legit. My husband, a loyal listener and loyal objector, have and I have dined at Mundi's on several occasions. What does that mean? Her, I, I don't get that. The food is delicious. Try the veal parm. Oh, see, there we go with veal parm again. I, I love veal parm, but to me that's not, I don't know, that's not really Italian. Like maybe veal um, amatrociana, veal Oscar, veal, I don't know. The uh, portion's oversized. The bread is scrumptious and the atmosphere relaxed and the family-oriented. If you're one of the lucky few, ask for Yvette as your server. You won't be disappointed. What more do I need to say, says Debbie D.D. Okay, Debbie D.D. Mundi's Italian restaurant. I told you it's the best. Didn't I tell you that? Oh, sure. It is. It's fantastic. I love it. Never heard of it. Il Piatta Restaurante, Kendall Drive at 137th Avenue in Miami. That's in Kendall to you, Bill. It's not Miami. It is technically in Miami. It's in Kendall. Kendall Drive at 137th Ave. No speaking English, Aki. P.S. Is it possible to squeeze green onions into a feeding tube? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's bad. That is so sick, Bill, but I, I enjoy it. Il piatto italiano. I-L. The Italian floor. Isn't that what the piatto means in Italian? Floor? Sure. Why not? 
You wouldn't know Italian if it bit you on the lip. No, I wouldn't. No. So there we go. we got a couple more. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and singular wireless lines. Thank God we're not doing a poll on Terry Schiavo. I would be so embarrassed to be doing that like everybody else, you know. Oh, what do you think? We already saw the national poll. It's not even a contest. Anybody with a brain, a brain with a cerebral cortex that's actually functioning, knows what the real answer is there. Get the government out of these people's lives already, will you? Just like Alien all over again. Just the same crap. And they wanted to kill him, too, with the damn Happy Meals. Oh, poor alien idea. You know, and no matter what he would say, they would turn it around. Remember the plane that he said is coming to take me back to Cuba? Even McGill remembers that. Oh, that's right. I forgot you were on the other side of that. I was on the other side of that. Yeah, you were? Did you finally come to your senses? Well, it's over. Did you finally come to your senses? I have or are you not. still hocking away this business? He should have stayed with Maris Greasy, asking that family of drunks, the yes. Miami drunks. Yes. No. Oh. And the fishermen. Yes, him too. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to uh, put a, a vote up on your poll there. Go ahead. Cafe Abracci in uh, Coral Gables. Cafe Abracci? Yes, sir. How you be spelling that? I believe it's uh, A-B-R-A-C-C-I. That would be it. A-B-R-A-C-I. Abracci. Good stuff, huh? He's gone. That was it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I guess it was good stuff. He wouldn't have voted for it. Cafe Abracci in the Gable. Never heard of it. Did you hear that? No. What is, you know, restaurants, they come so and many. go. They're, huh? There's so many. It's actually two B's and two C's, but, you know, same thing. Is that what he said? Yeah. Did you look it up? Did you, did you Google it? I Googled it. Yeah, you Googled it, my ass. 1256 at 560 QAM. You're listening to Neil Rogers. You're fair. Exclusively. On 560 QAM. It's the Von Tutu Hour. Hi, Vey. And I need it fast I feel like a baby's hanging out my ass I'm hobbling and having trouble lifting my feet To the clinic with a picket line down the street It's the abortion shuffle The abortion shuffle Oh! The bastard got me in trouble Clean me out on the double Strap me in the stirrups Get the fetus out of my bed I'm walking like a gimp, taking baby steps. As it marks, I'm a puppet gate spread and stretched. It's the abortion shuffle. The abortion shuffle. Get the hanger on the double. Abortion shuffle. Pop the water bottle. Drop me in the skirts. Get the penis out of my One hundred one at five sixty WQM. Well, Randall Terry is coming to town, so that's that's all we need to know. It's good news. We can rest, uh, sleep well tonight. Here's a oh. fact that says it's frightening to realize that corporate chain Italian restaurants have got most of the votes in your pool. Yeah, but we don't have any for the Olive Garden, thank God. Anybody who would call in and say the Olive Garden for this pool would be shot on sight and sound, right? Yeah, it gives you the runs. It says, well, not only that, but the food is caca, man. You talk about industrial strength. Bugatti Beppo, Carabas, Macaroni Grill, all corporate chain restaurants. Oh, and it says here, hell, why not put Olive Garden on the list if that's the appeal of this audience? Pass the Chef Boyardee and Franco-American. Well, I'll guarantee you one thing. If they had restaurants, uh, Chef Boyardee and Franco-American, they'd have a lot of votes, too. And it's not just this audience. That's the uh, taste of the American public. But I will say this. you got a couple of gourmet Italian, evidently, although I have Mundi's and Cafe, Cafe Bellasera that are one and two, right? 
You do. Runway 84, which is not a chain, that's number four. Roasted pepper is not a chain, is number five. Okay? Il Molino, which only has one now, used to have two, but certainly not a chain, is, uh, got, is number six or seven. Huh? So get off our case already, will you please? Chronic complaining. <laughs> we don't give a crap. If they like it, they like it. We're not asking what they ought to like or what would be politically correct or pseudo-intellectually correct for them to like. That's what they like. If they got goyish taste, that's the way it goes, okay? They probably like McDonald's, too. Just like Josh there. He likes the fries at Arby's. And, and George, who I don't want to pick on him because he's not there this week, but I will anyway, who's big on McDonald's fries. Well, you don't like fries, period. I don't like French fries. They're poison, man. They will kill you. Those French fries They'll will do more. you, but a liter of ice cream won't. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I'm just going to say now, that that ice cream I had yesterday was more healthful than those uh, French fries you're eating. Oh, Deep fried. No. Trans fats, baby. Now, that's not to say there aren't trans fats in ice cream. In fact, I better go look at the label. Oi! But you think I ought to go get the thing out of the uh, the tub, out of the dumpster, out of the uh, garbage bag? Think? Do it. All right. Whistle a tune. Get it in the There's no way the fly is back in the back. Play right now. Cadbury's Crispy Crunch. I'm telling you, man, these ice cream, the only one that's good is, well, there are two of them, Nestle's Turtle, and the other one is the um, Score, Briar's Score. Is it Briar's? I don't yeah. know. Ingredients. Well, that's in French on that side. I don't want to read that, dumb frogs. Milk ingredients, candy bars, sugar, glue. Well, there's like two Crispy Crunch candy bars in each uh, liter, you know, like crunched up inside. Uh-huh. But the base of it is like almost vanilla. You know what? Oh. Sugar, glucose, peanuts, cocoa butter, milk ingredients, chocolate, molasses, salt, mono and uh, diglyceride, soy lecithin, flour, vegetable oil, BHA, that's a preservative, it'll kill you, natural artificial flavor, sugar, peanut butter, ribbon uh, uh, containing, uh, let's see, vegetable oil shortening. See, that's trans fats, bad. Glucose solids, vanilla, mono and diglycerides, guar gum, oh, bad. Locust bean gum, carrageenan, real bad, and uh, artificial color. Allergy alert. Peanuts, other uh, nut meats, and gluten. If you're at gluten for punishment, don't eat this crap. That's bad. Just chew it on the floor. Tom faxes and says, include me and my family on that list of murderers. My grandfather was 95 years old, and cancer had taken over his body. We knew five years ago about it, but he and the family didn't want any sort of chemo or radiation. He was 90. He lasted five years, made the best of time he had left. He also died in his own place, in his own room, surrounded by all his closest family. Thanks to the hospice care he got from Veritas, and that before he got worse, he had signed a living will uh, with a do-not-resuscitate clause in it. He died September 04 with no pain at all, with dignity. He was 95. What would a respirator do for him or suffering through chemo and all the pain and discomfort it brings? Arrest me, too. Let her die with that little dignity she's got left. Nice going, Tom. Amen. This, this government, and, and the irony of it again, this is the Republican Party that doesn't believe in big brother government. They're always ripping the Democrats too much big government. When the government, uh, you know, when it has to do with interfering in your own personal choices, that's where the Republican expertise comes in. That's why they want larger-than-life government. What you can do in your bedroom. Uh, you know, what you're going to do about deciding whether to live or die. What a woman does with her own body. Reproductive rights. All of these things. All of these things. Exactly. We don't have a Democrat. We have a weak-kneed, limp Democratic Party that those people should hang their heads in shame, except for Bobby Wexler and a handful of others. And on the other hand, you've got the American Nazi Party. The Democrats and Republicans are gone. They've vanished. They've disappeared. 
and the public sits back. Well, let's see. What should we watch now? Should we watch the hearings on the steroids, or should we watch more about Terry Schiavo? Or maybe we can go to Court TV and see more about the uh, the Robert Blake verdict. Or maybe we ought to, uh, we can get a little on Michael on E. Uh, they're uh, you know fabricating. They're like duplicating the trial oh, on E. Did you see that? Horrible. And they, they can't understand why they're not getting any ratings. Oh. They showed that queen that's uh, doing a Michael Jackson thing, putting on the makeup the other day. <laughs> well, I have to be really believable as Michael. And I thought to myself, you fairy. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. I'm, I don't want to get whipped up about this religion stuff. But I do have two more stories, but I'll, I'll get to them. Because there might be some more great Italian restaurants out there, and God forbid if we don't get them on there. You know, it would be bad. Not so much from the poll standpoint, but the idea that, you know, people out there might say, hey, that sounds pretty good. Maybe I'll try that. Or maybe that's like right down the street. I've never heard of it before. See what I'm saying? I've said that a couple times already. Like Mundi's. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, in the past couple of weeks, shows exactly what's wrong with this country. Yeah. They have congressional hearings, hysterics against baseball. But, yeah, where are the congressional hearings against these pedophiles that are let out of jail that killed this little girl? You know, why don't they do why don't they do stuff about, you know, something about that? Why do they let those people back out? As if there's some kind of a cure for that? There's no cure. They put, ought to put them on Alcatraz or an island away from civilized people. Exactly, but they're worried. In fact, he's, he's on there right now. They got yeah. that slime ball on there right now in his jumpsuit. Yeah, they're so worried about why there's steroids in baseball, but they're not worried about why they let these pedophiles loose, man. That's what's wrong with this country. Amen. You got it, man. To try to find some comfort after such a senseless crime. We're all thankful she's in heaven now. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> well, look That's it. Look. I, I, I give up. We're all thankful that she's in heaven now. Nine-year-old well, little girl gets murdered by this slime ball, this unshaven, unclean, nasty, sick, twisted slime ball who obviously is just uh, walking uh, waste. Is all he is. To put it mildly. He's excrement on two legs. That's all he is. In the meantime, they let him out. Just like Bundy, it was the same thing. When in doubt, let's let him out. Of course, he kept running out. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless lines. WQAM, hello. Yeah, calling about Monday's restaurant. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've eaten there a couple times. Yeah. Matter of fact, I liked it so much. Uh, they're going to cater my ninetieth, uh, uh, my grandmother's ninetieth. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say your ninetieth birthday. That's uh, gee, you sound pretty good for ninety. <laughs> no, it's my grandmother's 90th, and they're going to cater okay. for us. Excellent. No, well, they're leading the way. They must be there. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. All right. See, it is for real, man. You were you're so skeptical. I think it rubbed off from George onto you, Josh. You're so skeptical. I never heard of that. I think that's uh, we're getting creeped. You know, where'd you come up with such crap? Okay. Jeepers creepers, quit worrying about the freepers, okay? Just like Cafe Bella de Bella, whatever it is, Bella Santa. See, some of these uh, people are waiting for them to go on there. And that happens to be their favorite, and all those people go, oh, I'm going to vote now, see? I mean, like, if this, if you're voting on this kind of a poll, you're obviously going to wait until your favorite goes on there, because the question is, what's your the best? And if you've you got one that's your favorite that you think is the best, you're not going to vote for, like, some, uh, you know, Olive Garden, right? Right. Or the one we got on that fax before, Miguel, we won't repeat the name, but I'm still just, uh, oh. Hey, listen, the guy that was bitching about Franco-American and, uh, and Chef Boyardee, what was suggested on that one sheet of paper, man, make, it makes, makes Franco-American seem like gourmet cuisine, man. God, you talk about bad, bad taste. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, I have one. You were right on Jones, Hello, Veranda. Yep. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon, sir. Yes, sir. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Um, Carabas, just so... You know, you said you don't 
you've never eaten there. No. Um, it is chain, but it is pretty pretty good. I mean, it's is owned it? by the same people that own Outbacks. Uh, I certainly would not put it anywhere in the same league with the Olive Pit. I mean, oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, that's, come on, man. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's, that's not bad. Um, you know, again, it's not, it's not like uh, Runway 84 or anything right. like that. Uh, but anyway, it's pretty good. It's it's not bad. One of these. Well, I'm going to try because if it's in the plantation there where uh, El Molina used to be, and it's not far from where I live, so I'll try it. There's also one in uh, in Coral Springs in that whole restaurant row um, over there on University. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one in there too. So, anyways, uh, good to talk to you. Okay, have a great day. Take Kyle. care, sir. Thanks. So, Carabas, he says, pretty good. Now, didn't you say that? Because well, I guess you eat there a lot. Do you get freebies there or something? Well, I'm a buddy of mine's a chef there, yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. So, you get freebies there? A little bit, but I, I mean, I know, I've, no, I've no, been there no, plenty no, of no, times. No, 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 hold it, hold it. Yeah. That's not an appropriate response. It's like if I asked you what day it is and you said 3 o'clock, it, it's not, it's a non sequitur. What do you mean? Well, when I said you get freebies there and you said a little bit. Uh, I mean, like every once in a while. Like, like what, you pay like 10% of the no, check? No, not or? at all. Like sometimes he'll, when he's leaving, maybe like I'll come to his house and he made me something from coming home. But I don't, like when I go there, I don't get anything free. Like, well, why not? That's just not the way. What kind of works. a friend is that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Look, if you're going to be in this business uh, as a peripheral uh, as you are right now to it and be count your blessings that it is, uh, then you've got to like, start learning to get free food, which you're learning inside there in the building. Right. Now, I would probably weigh 600 pounds if I was, first of all, if I was in town all the time, and number two, if I was a freeloader like some people I know in the business. I don't want to mention Mr. Ego. But if I was demanding free, oh, look at this, pig report, the BSO, Sheridan and Flamingo. And it points out that BSO also stands for SOB. <laughs> Good point. Sheridan and Flamingo, look out for the pigs, man. They're in a feeding frenzy. It must be that. Yeah, it's getting toward the end of the month. They've got to make their quota, even though, of course, we know that there are no quotas. <laughs> Here's one from Cliff. Bucatabepo. No, seriously, you've got to start getting your friend to give you some free meals. I'll give it a shot. I'm telling you, if I want to be a freeloader, I could, I could eat free all the time. I, 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 I feel queasy about that. Like when we went into um, Ruth Chris. Now, they, they've picked up uh, the tab a few times over the years. They were a sponsor once upon a time, and I appreciate that, but I'm not going there looking for it, and usually I hope they don't do it because, I, I don't know, I feel unclean, you know? Well, I'll go there and use your name. Cliff says, Buca de Beppos is my vote. I don't care for Italian food, and I love the food atmosphere. I feel uh, it felt so real. I thought I would see a hit go down in there. <laughs> really? It's on 57th Avenue, Miami Lakes, um, next pool, barbecue ribs. Anyone who has to ask for a, what does that say? Something server is a snobby, a... I, I couldn't get that either. A vet server? A vet server. Oh, a veteran server? In other words, uh, for somebody to wait on it. Oh, Cliff, just relax, okay? Oh, okay. You live a lot longer, just relax. At ease. 114 at 560 WQAM. I'm sure you're familiar by now with our friend Anthony Caliendo, the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage. So before you call any other mortgage company, let the main man tell you what you don't know. Did you know that most banks only work with three different mortgage products? And if your credit is less than absolutely perfect, get ready to hear the most, fam- uh, the most famous two-letter word in the English language. No. That is correct. If you're not working with the right lender, chances of getting approved are only fitty-fitty. So do yourself a big favor. Call the right guy. Call right now Anthony Caliendo. 
888-483-LOAN. That's 1-888-483-LOAN. Let the main man in this team put you into a mortgage that meets your needs. Avoid going to the wrong lender or possibly being turned down because you did call the wrong number. Call the main man at Acceptance Capital Mortgage toll-free, 1-888-483-LOAN. That's 1-888-483-LOAN. Every time they close a loan, a portion is donated to kids in distress. So why call anybody else? Avoid the old bait and swish. Call the main man, Anthony Caliendo, today and get yourself the deal you're looking for. 1-888-483-LOAN. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Exclusively on 560 What the hell just happened there? You got cut off. What got cut off? The end of that. Why, why is that? I didn't do anything here. How did that get chopped off like that? Maybe that's the way it is. Josh? I don't know. It was uh, one of those phenomena. I see. Maybe maybe the Lord intervened. Oh, huh? God. Maybe God is getting really porked uh, up and off and uh, in and out with all the stuff he's hearing about. Huh? The parents of Terry Schiavo asked the judge to reinsert the brain-damaged women's feeding tube today following an extraordinary day-long political fight that consumed both chambers of Congress and prompted the president to rush back to the White House. An attorney for Schiavo's parents, uh, Bob and Mary Schindler, arrived at Federal District Court in Tampa, filed a request for an emergency injunction to keep their daughter fed. Oh, I got like a liter of uh, ice cream that she could add yesterday. <laughs> when the attorney, David Gibbs the two, was asked if he had any indication when the judge would rule on the request, he said, I have no way to know, just that it's in the hands of the court. Well, they're having the hearing at 3 o'clock this afternoon. <clears throat> and uh, one would assume that he'd uh, give a yay or a thumbs up or thumbs down or say, who the hell cares about this crap, let's go to lunch. Which would be a much more appropriate response. Oh, geez, there's just 80 million pages of this crap. Are you sending me stuff here, too? Oh, Best Italian restaurant, says Adam and Doral, is Renzo's in East Boca. Been there about 10 to 12 years, run by an authentic Italian family. The best cheesecake around, too. Oh, the Italians love cheesecake. Trust me when I tell you. In fact, generally speaking, in Italy, when you go to a restaurant, the desserts are like, uh, yeah, they have like spumoni, and they have um, gelato misto, and they have uh, cheesecake. Tiramisu. Tiramisu, that's correct. Only about like five or six different things, you know. All of these things. Because to be very honest with you, after eating an Italian restaurant, uh, eating dessert's a little on the tacky side. Kind of like eating dessert at Ruth Chris. Unless somebody else is buying for the Rimmers or something like that. There isn't one time I ever took them to Ruth Chris that he didn't order dessert. What a freeloading pig, you know? God. How's that hockey season coming? Oh, sorry. For the Reback Daughters, the big attraction was the famous Ten Commandments Monument, brought to Florida on tour after being removed from the Alabama Judicial Building, is unconstitutional. It was unconstitutional. The youngsters, dressed in red, white, and blue, clustered proudly around the display. 
For more than 900 other Christians from across the U.S., the draw at Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church last month was a national conference aimed at reclaiming America for Christ. The monument stood as a potent symbol of their hopes for changing the course of this nation. We have God-sized problems in our country, and only God can solve them. Richard Land, a prominent leader of the Southern Baptist Convention, told the group. Their mission is not simply to save souls. Their goal is to mobilize evangelical Christians for political action to return society to what they call the biblical worldview of the Founding Fathers. Some speak of restoring a Christian nation. Others shy away from that phrase, but agree that the Bible calls them not only to evangelize, but also transform the culture. In material given to conference attendees, the unctuous anti-Semite, the Reverend D. James Kennedy, Coral Ridge pastor, wrote, As the vice regents of God, we are to bring his truth and his will to bear on every sphere of our world and our society. We are to exercise godly dominion and influence over our neighbors, our neighborhoods, our schools, our government, our entertainment media, our news media, our scientific endeavors. In short, every aspect and institution of human society, says the unctuous, obnoxious, anti-Semite, homophobe, Reverend D. James Kennedy. This is the tenth conference to spread this cultural mandate among Christians, and although the church's pastor couldn't speak due to illness, others presented the message intended to rouse the conservative faithful, eager to capitalize on gains won during the November election. This melding of religion and politics, Christianity and patriotism makes many uneasy, especially those on the other side of the so-called culture war who see a threat to the healthy discourse of a pluralistic society. This is an effort to impose a particular far-right religious view and political and social policies that result from that on others, says Elliot Minkberg of People for the American Way, a group that advocates for a diverse society. There's nothing wrong with trying to convince others to adopt their views, but Kennedy's effort is also to use the levers of government to force changes. An energetic pastor who built Coral Ridge into a 10,000-member megachurch with far-reaching radio and TV audiences, the unctuous Dr. Kennedy regularly calls the United States a Christian nation that should be governed by Christians. He has created a Center for Christian, Christian Statesmanship in Washington that seeks to evangelize members of Congress and their staffs and to counsel conservative Christian officeholders. Some critics suggest that these views reflect far-right Presbyterian thinking, some of which extends to the realm of theocracy, the belief that God or his representatives should govern the state. Frederick Carlson, author of Eternal Hostility, The Struggle Between Theocracy and Democracy, says that if Kennedy is not a theocrat, he's certainly a dominionist, one who supports taking over and dominating the political process. <clears throat> a real mumser bastard, if you pardon my French. <clears throat> and one last one. Can you handle it? I can handle it. San Diego is speaking of good religion. The San Diego's Roman Catholic bishop has denied funeral rites to a man who owned a bar and dance club popular with gays, setting a clash with the church's moral teachings. You fairy! John McCusker, who was gay, died Sunday of congestive heart failure at a ski resort, his family said. Arrangements had been made to hold funeral services at the Immaculata Catholic Church on the University of San Diego campus, McCusker's alma mater that's affiliated with the church. But San Diego Bishop Robert Brom decided that none of the 98 Catholic churches in San Diego or Imperial counties could provide funeral rites for McCusker, who was 31. The facts regarding the business activities of John McCuster were not known by church officials when arrangements were requested for his funeral, the diocese said Thursday in a statement. However, when these facts became known, the bishop concluded that to avoid public scandal, Mr. McCusker cannot be granted a funeral in the Catholic Church or chapel of the Diocese of San Diego. By the way, this is the same church that regularly uh, held funeral services and baptisms and all the other services for members of the Mafia. That was okay. That was great because they used to donate a lot of money. Chancellor Rodrigo Valdivia said the church's decision was not related to McCusker's sexual orientation. His business is adult entertainment, which is inconsistent with Catholic teaching, Valdivia said. People would be scandalized that the church granted a funeral to a person who had this type of business activity. And we certainly know that the mob was never involved in prostitution or drugs or gambling. Nope. 
Valdivia cited a church canon that states manifest sinners are among those who cannot be granted funeral rites without public scandal to the faithful. Valdivia could not recall any examples of other cases in which the diocese has invoked the canon to deny funeral rites to Catholics. Other dioceses have sometimes denied funeral masses for mobsters, including John Gotti. In other cases across the country, some priests accused of sexual abuse have been granted Catholic funeral services, including John Gagan, the Boston Archdiocese former priest whose sex abuse case helped spark a nationwide church scandal. You fairy! McCusker owned Club Montage, a nightclub popular with gays, and Rebar, a gay bar. Several gay community leaders said they plan to file a formal protest with the diocese and demand that Brown apologize to McCusker's family. A memorial service for McCusker was held on Friday, moved to an Episcopal church in San Diego. Because the Catholic Church, they don't like owners of gay bars and stuff like that. They do like pedophiles, like Father Gay. Gun. Hey, Father Gagan. You fairy. He's riding in hell right now. You can be sure of that. He's molesting little boys in hell. You think? Probably, probably that's Spanky from Spanky and our gang. He's probably down there. 27 past 1 at 560 WQM. Hey, let me tell you right now about dry concepts. For over 20 years, I've used them in my home, so you know they've got to be pretty good. If they didn't do a spectacular, unbeatable job, why in the world would I use them when I could use anybody under the sun? The reason is simple. They're the best in the world. Call Dry Concepts today and sanitize your home. I keep reminding you that your carpets are as bad as your sink when it comes to collecting germs. And don't forget, when it comes to price, you don't have to worry about rip-offs like carpet companies are famous for because with Dry Concepts, they give you a written guaranteed price up front before they start doing their absolutely unbeatable job. Call them today, and because they use a rapid drying technique, your carpets will be dry in an hour and a half after they finish. You really can clean today, entertain tonight. Your carpeting, your furniture, your drapery, your expensive area and oriental rugs, they'll look just like brand new when Dry Concepts finishes for you. Call them toll-free in Dade Broward and the Palm Beaches, 1-800-248-5071. You'll understand for yourself why I tell you they're the best in the world. 1-800-248-5071 or online at dryconcepts.com. Dry Concepts, making carpets clean in South Florida since 1979. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Introducing New Catholic Light, the religion with one-third the guilt of your regular faith. New Catholic Light satisfies your need for Christianity, but it doesn't fill you up with a lot of doctrine. More fulfilling! With Catholic Life, there's no confessions, no sermons, and no lingering afterlife. It's the perfect alternative for modern agnostics who don't want to take any chances. Our services are held three times a year, and they're only 15 minutes long. Plus, there's no added guilt for sneaking out during communion. We've dropped that, too. Look for our church mobile in your neighborhood. Hey, you might be in the front pew. For ye of little faith, try Catholic Life, because a little faith is all you need. 132 at 560 WQAM. Okay, we got a real battle going on. You see, this was very important, this poll today. In fact, all of these all week long, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Uh, well, there's a, there's a point to it. At least this might give some people some pointers uh, to go and try something out. And then if they don't like it, they can blame you. The best Italian restaurant in the state of Florida. No pizza joints, please. We'll do that, like I said, some other day later in the week. Pizza joints. Joints. Cafe Bella Sada, 57, is moving into first place. Mondays, Mondays, 55. Book it a Beppo, 52. Oh, it's a chain. Runaway, 84, 52 also. You see how close those four are? You got four places within five votes. The battle. Macaroni Grill, 42. El Molino, 36. Carabas, 35. The Roasted Pepper, 33. Mataranos, 28. Mamma Mia is in Hollywood, 27. La Tabernetta, 20. They're still doing it in Fort Lauderdale. Glad to hear they're still open. We hear uh, nothing from them. Of course, we hear nothing from any of our old friends because, well, I don't want to go into it. Uh, Donatello's in Tampa, 19. Capriccio's in 16, where they have that species spicy meatball with just a four signature on it. Casa de Angelo, 15. Randazzo's Little Italy, 12. Fancy's, 10. Flavors of Italy, 10. 
Cafe Prima Pasta, 8. Vignettos, 8. Nana's Kitchen, 7. Nana Nona. La Ferranda, 6. Cafe Abracci, 5. Fulvio's, 4. What happened to Fulvio's? Uh, Coolio took over. Rosanella's, 3. Nana Maria, 2. Cafe Ragazzi. Is Cafe Ragazzi under twice? Huh? No, I guess not. Cafe Ragazzi's, 2. Uh, ba- Il Bambino, which he refuses to put the Il on there. The Bambino. The Bambino is Baby Root, see? Got it? Uh-huh. You knew that, didn't you? The yeah. Il Bambino? I did. Good. Uh, and Ty Cobb, Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Il Bambino 2, Angelina's 1, Nunzio's 1, Specchio 1, Specchio, and Renzo's has the big... Oh! So far. So far, but we got 572 votes. Got a great battle going on. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a Verizon and Singular Wireless Lines. I mean, this is, for me, this is a lot more productive and worried about whether Jose Canseco sticking a needle in somebody else's, Breakfast. you know, Mark McGuire, uh, you know, uh, whatever it takes, uh, can't talk about the past, uh, yeah. Get a, just a bunch of crap. I blame the media, man. I think that all these media people at the news should be stopped. If you want your news, go to our website. Go online. Do some research. Don't expect you're going to get any news on a, uh, on a stinking TV. Bastards. Luna. Oh, the fight for Iraq. You see, that's, that's the new logo there at the bottom of the CN screen. The fight for Iraq. 26 surgeons, uh, insurgents killed yesterday. Fighters, about 20 miles southeast of Baghdad. You people belong in jail. You belong in, on death row. You grave-robbing lunatics, you. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How about uh, Castabella over there on US-1? US-1 and where? Uh, right by uh, Old Griffin over there. Okay, in, uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, or Dania, Dania, Hollywood. Or, or, yeah, Dania. Right over there by Highline. Oh, I got it. Okay, Castabella. Castabella. Thank you. Thank you. Say, you say Bella, Bello, Bella Lugosi? I heard it bites. Casabello. Is that what he said? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> well, you'll just put on there whatever you want anyway. It'll, it'll have some of the right letters. Right. WQAM, hello. QAM. What is it? There's a place called Nina's off of Dixie Highway between Hollandale and Hollywood. The okay. best eggplant parmesan or lasagna you would ever have in your life. All right. Excellent. Okay, thanks a lot. Really good. See you. Nina's, you got it? The Nina, the, the Ninta, the Pinta, and the Sinta Marinta. Now, what's that one over there in, uh, in Pembroke Pines on Taft Street in that strip shopping center? Nobody is called. Probably it's not even there anymore because the guy branched out. The guy that used to be like uh, the family, uh, you know how that is? The family opens a restaurant, and then one guy, he branches out and opens up another one, and then he changes the name. Outstanding place. Right across from Baskin Robbins there, Taft Street, and uh, what would that be, the intersecting street? I have no idea. Boy, I haven't been there in a very long time. You know what I'm talking about? begins with an N. Who's with an N? Now, maybe it doesn't begin with an N. 5670560. Hey, listen, I had a lot of ice cream yesterday, okay? But by tomorrow, I'll be back uh, on, on top of it, okay? Unless I have more today. Maybe I'll try some different flavors. Sometimes it'll be good. Another liter? No, not, no, not another liter. That, that's only on very rare days. I don't know why I did that. I have no idea why I did it. Because you're a sick human. You ate a liter of ice cream that you didn't even like. Oh, exactly. No, see, it's like, that would be like an alcoholic drinking a bottle of booze. You think he wouldn't finish it just because he didn't like it? If somebody gave him a bottle of cheap wine, you think he wouldn't finish it just because it was like uh, crap? Good point. Yeah, same thing. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Best Italian food anywhere. Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Yeah. Wait till we get to the pizza ones, pal. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, who's this, Neil? Yeah. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Great. Hey, listen, uh, you know, I just called to give you some translation. Uh, Biato means uh, the dish. Oh, yeah, that's right. On the menu, you'll see that. Yeah, first dish, second dish, right. 
And uh, abbraccio means uh, hugs. Oh, pi- piano is a floor in, uh, in Italian. Piano. No, pi- piano is uh, slowly. No. Piano, piano, si va lontano. You never heard of that? It doesn't mean floor, like in a hotel? No, no. Pizzo. Pizzo means, no. means floor. No, piano. No, 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 no. Piano means slowly. Acha, picchio. Okay, whatever you say. Maybe that's the <laughs> elevator that goes slowly. I don't know. Maybe that's why they put it on there. And abbraccio means hugs. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah, that, okay. that sounds absolutely correct, right. And, and specchio means uh, mirror. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally, for the Italian right. lesson, and, and dos vidania. You are. Okay. How do you like that? I thought piano, man. I think piano means floor, like in a hotel. I'm going to look that up in my uh, WAP uh, dictionary. I don't think so. Huh? See, he sounded very authentic, because he obviously has, he has a good vowel movement, but uh, I don't know. So what is it again? What did he just say? Hugs. Abraccio. Uh... And what was the other one he said? Means uh, what? Oh, that's right. First, uh, like on a menu in Italy, it'll say uh, prima piatti, uh, whatever that word is. What's the word? That word. That word. Yeah, first course, second course, whatever. See, you've got to use it or you lose it, baby. That's why I've got to go back to Italy very soon. You're going to be in Vegas. I'll be in Italy. I'll be uh, doing Romans. I'll be doing as the Romans in Italy. You talk about great food. See, and again, it's, it's fun. It's all a matter of degree. And, and you'd expect that. Where's the, where's the best Greek food going to be? In Greece, right? Good call. Where's the best Italian food going to be? In Italia, baby. Not even close. All these restaurants you're raving about, I'm sure a lot of them are very, very fine. They're excellent. But uh, I'm sorry. Call me prejudiced or whatever, but, man, in Italy, there ain't nothing like it. Especially that little restaurant downstairs that I still don't know the name after all of these years. Boy, it is so good. We don't want you to go there. They don't need any more dumb Americans asking for, like, spaghetti and meatballs. 20 till 2 at QA, and we got Mo Howard David. <laughs> He's going to be signing any day now for another 15 years on QAM. You're listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on 560 QAM. Oh, God, Neil. Whatever it takes, we're not here to talk about the past. I think so. I agree with Kurt. Whatever you say. When Bill O'Reilly's dialing, you fair sure he isn't wearing pants. He'll tell you if you like your job, then you'll give him a laugh dance. And if you tell O'Reilly, you're not looking to be kissed. He'll sue the pants right off you and call you an extortionist. All the factors fair and balanced, but not when he calls at night. He's looking for a lassie. Who likes it a little to the right? When Bill O'Reilly's horny, sure it ain't the no-spin zone. So when Bill O'Reilly's dialing, you best not pick up your phone. Oh, my God. 146, 14 till 2. I just had a little piece of Asiago cheese. Do you notice in that 7-Eleven spot that one of the wraps, they actually mention Asiago cheese? Yes, they do. Everybody's getting into Asiago cheese now. Oh, I will, I will warn you one thing. It's very, very rich. Yeah. Now, it may sound ridiculous after talking about ice cream, but, 
but uh, certain kinds of cheeses and certain other kinds, like real thick, like, like a lot of French dishes are really very rich, and if you eat a lot of them, like uh, make it really sick, it'll get you gout, you know, and your toe will blow up the size of W.C. Fields' nose, and things like that. Okay. So a little uh, Asiago cheese is good, but too much Asiago cheese is not good for you. Too much all of any cheese. Yeah. Cheese is great, though. Oh, by the way, during the break, uh, I did it on my own. My mind must be clearing from my ice cream cobweb. Nicola's. That was the restaurant in Pembroke Pines. You ever hear of Nicola's? No. No. But it was on a corner there of, uh, I don't know, Taft and uh, something. Douglas, maybe? Does that sound right? No, it's not even close. But anyway, it was uh, there on Taft Street in Pembroke Pines. It was pretty damn good, but it's probably not there no more. 5670560, Ponce. See, that's one thing with restaurants. Boy, that's, a, that's the first thing you see when you've lived in a city like I lived in Detroit years ago and Boston many, many years ago. And you go back, and the first thing you notice that ain't the same, besides, of course, the changing neighborhoods. <laughs> But um, are the restaurants you used to love, most of them aren't there anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it takes a really fantastic, specially, uh, I mean, if you last like 20, 30 years, boy, you really got something going in, in any city. WQIM, hello. Hello, George. Yes. Yeah, George. Hey, it's Vince. It's what? My name is Vince. Yeah, Vince. What do you got? Uh, I got the best pizza in the world. Okay, well, call us the day that the pizza show's on, Vince. See, that's one of George's buddies there. See? Pizza another day. Let me say it again. The best Italian restaurant in Florida, and it says right there on the pool, and I said it about 100 times. How many times did I say it? About 30, man. No pizza joints is. We're not doing the best. And don't tell me the best pizza in the world is uh, wherever you've been, because the best pizza in the world is in Italy. Real pizza, not that crap. I mean, the pizza in New York is very good. I'll give you that. Chicago. Pizza, the pizza, it's pizza in Chicago. If you like that deep dish, that real thick stuff. It, talk about heavy. See, there's another example of what I was just talking about. Heavy duty, man. Wow. They, they actually have contests. You know, like the college kids, they go to those places. Oh, yeah. And they have contests. Who can eat more than like two slices of that or three? I mean, each piece weighs about a half a pound. Talk about being a pig. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But that is, it, it's great stuff. I like it. And we did, we talked about that months ago. Remember, we were talking about the, yeah. um, Pizza, what were those two places that used to be around in town? They're long gone. Mm, Douay, Pizza, whatever they were called. There were two or three chains that had the real deep dish, heavy-duty Chicago pizza. Chicago long well, gone. Pizza Uno was that uh, Uno's. Uh, Uno's was one. That's right. That's all I got. But in South Florida, a lot of good stuff comes and doesn't last very long because a lot of people were. Let's see. Taft Street. Look at that. It was Nicola's. Now Mazda's. Taft and 90th Avenue. Thank you so much. Isn't that interesting? I just thought of it. I know you faxed it to me. Nicola's. Now Mazda's with two Z's. M-A-Z-Z-D-O-D-A-S. Mazdas. Jim in Pembroke Pines says, Umberto's in Pembroke Pines on University between Taft and New Johnson. Pretty good Italian food. Umberto's. You got it? With no H. No H. U-M-B-E-R-T-O. Umberto's in Pembroke Pines. I guess a lot of the people in Pembroke Pines who don't have any real teeth, I guess maybe they go there and get the pasta, you know, have them cook it like real soft. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon. How are you? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, it was... Uh, by the way, Buca di Beppo is is I, I, It's a step above the Olive Garden. Really? Not, not very. Oh, it's called oh, it's garbage. <laughs> okay. Garbage. You would, and then your, your tastes are north northern Italian, and you're, you've got some you've got some quality, so you know that uh, you know good food. I wouldn't go there on a bet. No, but uh, I don't I don't like northern Italian. I like southern Italian. Oh, I thought you liked Northern Italian. No, well. and that risotto and that uh, crap, all that stuff with butter they cook. I like Southern Italy where they cook with olive oil and uh, they don't right. have that olive. Not anyway, pasta, the, none of the rice. The, the piece, well, this place you like, it's called Viva La Pasta in Fort Lauderdale. It's small, literally a hole in the wall, but uh, outstanding food, homemade dishes. You'll go crazy. Viva La Pasta. Uh, I'll tell you what, one other thing. There used to be a place called uh, Rita's Italian Restaurant, and the owner's... 
changed the name and called it uh, Pia's. It was on in North Miami Beach, but after they widened US-1, I, I think it went away, and I, I never saw it again. I don't know if any, no one knows what happened to it, but it'd be kind of interesting. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Good luck to us. And we need it. See you at Viva La Pasta. You got it? Viva La Pasta. Sure. Viva la Il Presidente. Oh, yeah. He's in Tucson. President Bush speaks in Tucson, Arizona. He hightailed it out of Washington right now. He signed that bill, and now he's in Tucson. Human drama, air on the side of life. Oh, yeah, on the side of life. Let's keep everybody alive, whether they want to be or not. Let's keep sticking our nose in everybody's private business. That's the good old GOP, baby. The grand old, uh, the G-O-N, the grand old Nazi freaking party. You are listening to Neil Rogers. You crazy people. You fairies. Girls. American guys who only listen to the message from the Uber ride will have their table talks lined. As the troops come home, dead, they find the comfort of the night hiding under the bed. I never served in the army, I'm too afraid to fight. So I sit right here near the TV, far from liberal life. Under the covers, you'll discover I'm a big sissy. Who would prefer to have some other do the fighting for me? Now this country I love is occupying Iraq. And all the suckers like me, whose necks are red in the back, have our tongues all placed firmly in Bush's big brown eye. The big mouth cowards of the world who gladly follow blind. Hey, Uncle Sam, I'm too afraid to fight or enlist. But you can count on me to watch TV and shake my fist. And my flag will fly from the back of my truck. Like an idiotic, pseudo-patriotic dumb And my view of the whole wide world is what I see on Fox News. <laughs> yeah, I'm an armchair warrior. Who knows better than you? You fairy. <laughs> I'm an inbred jerk who parrots anything they say. Don't have to read or research. It's so much easier this way to watch TV or look at pictures. In USA Today, with my finger up my ass, as I tickle my brain. Hey, Uncle Sam, I'm too afraid to fight or enlist, but you can count on me to watch TV and shake my fist as I lower my fly so I can pull on my foot to proudly show the swat the good that dude on my nuts, the Saudi. What? Friends in the world, not those Iraqis or Jews. Yeah, I'm an armchair warrior. I'll do better than you. Ladies and gentlemen, to keep our economy growing, America must reward corporate criminals, and I have done so.
because a society is measured by how it treats the weak and vulnerable, we must punish the efforts and dreams of entrepreneurs, especially for women and minorities. And I urge Congress to punish hardworking people who want only to provide for their families. But most of all, I have a message for every American who is 55 or older. Our Social Security system has serious problems that will grow worse with time. In the next four years, we must mass murder those now retired or nearing retirement. Our aim is to kill many, and best of all, the leader of this nationwide effort will be our First Lady, Laura Bush. Thank you, and may God bless America. Bye, bye, bye!